the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, Central Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And today we have a special edition. This is our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Hurricane Ian Update. We'll be with you a little bit early today, obviously, here at 2.30. We'll take you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour this afternoon with our briefing. And my, oh, my, oh, my, it has been a 24 hours. And um, we are just absolutely uh, breathless as we have been watching the video feeds, the aerial reconnaissance that's going on right now. Uh, over Fort Myers, over um, Lee County, Collier County. And when we get to looking at the absolute devastation on Sanibel, Fort Myers Beach, it is just, um, it is, um, it is very, very sad, but very, very sobering. Now, I don't know if they're going to be upgrading this storm to a Category 5 when it made landfall, but I think we're so very close. And if not, when you see some of these scenes later today or tomorrow, as more of these images get out to the general public, you're going to understand why for years and years and years I have been warning everyone right here in Tampa Bay that if we were to get a storm that mimicked the storm of 1921, that uh, came in at Tarpon Springs, absolutely devastated South St. Petersburg, devastated the peninsula pretty much uh, below Kennedy Boulevard, devastated Tarpon Springs where it came in. And I'm talking about the storm surge. We, um, I thank the Lord that many of us here in Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Sarasota, Bradenton, I thank the Lord that we were spared. But I am asking the Lord to be with those who may be still in the rubble, still need help, and that's where our focus is as we are assessing what's happening this afternoon. Welcome to our show. Uh, Letting you know that our phone lines will be open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. If you'd like to to share what's happening, we got an update, uh, any of that information, we'll be glad to, um, Brian is standing by, and uh, we'd be glad to uh, put you on the air with us this afternoon. Now, uh, What we're going to do is Governor DeSantis uh, was in uh, Charlotte County just moments ago, and he gave us uh, an update after flying over and inspecting the damage there in Collier and Lee County. Uh, We're going to hold that package uh, for a few moments until after the 3 o'clock hour. Many people 
realize that we've come on the hour, come on uh, for our live show today, 30 minutes early. So I want to save that package. It's going to be about 11 minutes of uh, part uh, of the briefing uh, that just took place. But I want to cover a couple things. <coughs> Excuse me. First of all, let me just say, for those of us on the Gulf Coast, the sun has come out, and from uh, Hillsborough County, uh, Pinellas County, let's say starting in Clearwater, right now in Hillsborough, Pinellas, maybe, or probably Sarasota and Manatee, generally speaking, with the damage being somewhat minimal, I know for those of you who may have encountered floodwaters, it's not minimal to you in those counties, but by and large, those counties were not hit uh, anywhere near extensively where there is the amount of um, uh, trees at this point of the day blocking the roads because all of our city and county governments have uh, really responded very well out early this morning. Uh, they had crews that were um, made up of not only the what I call the tree removal folks, uh, but also the power company. Uh, they went out as a team, and uh, all of the counties uh, that I just mentioned for sure, uh, because they could get around, and they were busy making sure they could open up the roads. And for those uh, down power lines that were in the areas of major transportation, uh, they were out uh, getting those uh, restored um, already. About 2 million Floridians, uh, 2 million plus have been without power. We just heard, and you'll hear from Florida Power coming up uh, in just a few moments at the top of the hour that uh, as of about 30 minutes ago, from their standpoint, half a million of their customers' power has been uh, restored. And so I would say that if you're in, in these counties of Hillsborough, Pinellas, um, Manatee, uh, I think that you're going to find that your power is basically a restoration of power lines, not any restoration of having to do what we call a rebuild uh, of entire uh, transform stations, et cetera, et cetera. They can put new transformers on the poles. They can replace those lines. And that is uh, something that uh, I would be not surprised if by later on this evening, uh, sometime tomorrow morning, these crews will be working 24-7, that I think that you will have uh, your electricity restored. The farther south we go on the Florida Gulf Coast, uh, I can tell you that the repair, time, repair times are going to be increasing and certainly increasing significantly when you get down to around Venice and that area all the way down. Because let me just tell you, the destruction is just, uh, is just amazing. A few moments ago, which you'll hear this comment, Governor DeSantis uh, talked about the Fort Myers Beach is wiped out. Uh, Sanibel is wiped out. Uh, the causeway to Sanibel is destroyed. You can't get to Sanibel. You won't get to Sanibel for a long time. The governor called the flood aftermath a flood of biblical proportions. 
and I'll sort of let that uh, the, the seep in. Now, let's talk a little bit more. We'll get to the damage uh, of that area in just a moment, but uh, here's some things that I want you to remember. Number one, get your pencil and paper ready. We'll mention this several times during our broadcast briefing this afternoon. There's a lot of people, especially folks who had uh, family and friends that wrote it out on Sanibel and some of those barrier islands, they've not been able to contact them. Now, if you have a family member that was sheltering in place or a friend or anybody you're concerned about, if you have not been able to make contact with them, now let me just tell you that the cell phone infrastructure uh, in Collier and Lee County is basically non-existent, as I understand. However, there are, I believe, about 100 uh, portable cell phone towers that are being brought into that area as well as other areas where there is major devastation because it's very important in these days when many people don't even have a landline, but uh, the governor's on this, and so... He reported that uh, these portable cell towers are coming in, and as soon as they can get into some of these areas and get them up and operational, uh, maybe you'll be able to contact some of those friends on the cell phones you weren't be able to, you weren't able to connect with. Now, if you would like to uh, have a welfare check done on any of these members uh, of your friends and family or others, go to floridadisaster.org. FloridaDisaster.org forward slash report. That's FloridaDisaster.org forward slash report. Report means you're going to be reporting a name, an address, cell phone, whatever you have, and it's going to go into the the state uh, data bank. That is going to be the list in addition to, well, let me just go back a little bit. In the counties, for those that called 911 and were concerned about a family member, those calls are already being worked, but it's being worked in sort of a triage situation. The most uh, the most dangerous areas and the most high probability of, of serious multiple um, mass casualties, that's how they're triaging this right now. But... At the same time, you can go ahead and do floridadisaster.org forward slash report. You can make that report. I'm going to also remind you that at that same website at floridadisaster.org, just under, as you go to the landing page, you'll see the big box left-hand side that says emergency information. That would be a great box for you to uh, take a look at because that is where a lot of information is gathered uh, on maybe some of the help or services that you have some questions about. Now, let me also tell you that um, nine counties have already been uh, federally uh, designated as a disaster area. Now, let me just give you those counties. We're looking at Charlotte, uh, Lee, Sarasota, Manatee, Hillsboro, uh, Hardy, and DeSoto. I don't think Glades County is in there, but nonetheless, there's nine counties. If you're in the area of those counties or know that you were in the direct path of the eye of the storm, or let's say the storm generally came over your area, 
There will be more counties added on to this as now the storm has moved off the Florida coast uh, in the area of Cape Canaveral, um, in between Cape Canaveral and Daytona Beach. So it's now in the Atlantic. We'll talk about that because it's going to regain hurricane strength. And uh, I'll just give you a hint. uh, If you have friends or family in Charleston, South Carolina, I would begin uh, praying and getting those contact numbers because I think right now that's the most likely place where uh, Hurricane Ian is going. But uh, there'll be more counties added to the federal uh, disaster designations. Now, this is where FEMA comes in. Now, if you have damage and or if you need immediate assistance, a.k.a., you had to leave your house, don't have coverage, you need help, you, you, need, you need some money to get started, maybe a hotel room, uh, whatever that you need. That plus there'll be other opportunities for federal assistance. But if you're in one of those areas, you can call FEMA right now at 800-621-3262. That's 800-621-3262. You can also go to FEMA.org, FEMA.org, F-E-M-A.org. You can click on the tab for um, Hurricane Ian, and uh, you can also begin to make your claims there. Now, I'm going to have more to say about insurance. We'll also have Jimmy Petronas um, is going to be talking about that, our CEO of Financial Services here in the state of Florida. Now, just in the last 24 hours... As more and more, I believe, of the footage is coming in where you see this devastation, people from all around the country, and I think this is where we can be helpful to our friends to the south, over $2 million has already been donated for emergency disaster relief. Now, let me tell you what this $2 million is going to go for. You have organizations that are now moving in. It will include the Red Cross. It will include Salvation Army. It will include the Florida Baptist Convention Disaster Services. It will include CBN's Operation Blessing. So all of these, uh, these are feeding kitchens. There's going to be some of those volunteer crews that will go door-to-door helping with, with general cleanup in areas that are not just utterly destroyed. So when you give money to Volunteer Florida... That money is going to be available to be drawn down by some of these nonprofits uh, for immediate use, a.k.a. uh, food, water, uh, those type of things. And so when you're donating to Volunteer Florida, it's really going to be helping out those nonprofits that are standing with us and bringing folks in from from other states and also right here. I want to say uh, not only what an absolute... Absolutely off-the-chart job that Governor Ron DeSantis has done. Casey DeSantis, for several months, has been um, heading up this. Uh, and I've got the hiccup, so I, I this has happened two or three times today, I think, because I've been talking so much the last couple of days, with Volunteer Florida. And so right now, if you would like to donate to Volunteer Florida, go to volunteerflorida.org. That's volunteerflorida.org. Click on the button for donations. Now, 
there is going to be a tremendous, tremendous need for volunteers. If you would like to see where you could volunteer, also go to volunteerflorida.org. That's volunteerflorida.org. And there, there's an opportunity for you to click on the volunteer button. When you do that, you can see uh, the needs, uh, and many of them right around your area, certainly somewhere that you you could drive to. And we're going to connect you there with organizations that could really use your volunteer help. And so those are, we'll be giving those out. If you didn't get a chance to jot those down, we'll be doing those as well. Now, you could also text a donation to Volunteer Florida by texting, uh, text, text number 20222. Text 20222. You can also give, excuse me, Brian, I, I'm having an issue here, uh, 20222. And uh, you can go ahead and uh, give a contribution there. Now. Let me take a little bit of water here. Heavenly Father, I'm asking you, could you just um, could you just send these hiccups down the road for me, Lord? In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So you know I could hold my breath, but that's not real good for radio, right? So we're going to try and uh, continue to uh, push through. Now, one of the most important things I want to talk about now is, first of all, any standing water where you have power lines, stay away. Stay away, stay away, stay away. Now we're in generator time. Do not put the generator on the patio. Don't put it on the uh, you know enclosed pool patio area. Do not put it in your garage. Do not stick it right up on your front porch. I can tell you now, this is going to relate to several things, we've got massive dry air. One reason why it's so cool outside right now and no humidity is we're on the backside of uh, Ian, and uh, we are now just dragging down all sorts of nice, cool air from Georgia to Carolinas on up. What that means is we're not going to have any rain. Praise the Lord that we're not going to have one or two days of rain. Some of you have roof damage. Some of you are going to have to get tarps on the roof. Uh, All I want to tell you, if that doesn't happen immediately, it's okay. Because we're not going to have any real moisture uh, for probably 48 hours as this storm has really sucked everything out. And we have this dry air mass that's coming around the backside. And so... um, what I want to tell you is you can get that generator now with the extension cord well out into the yard. You don't have to worry about getting it wet because now we're very concerned. Sometimes we get through the meat of the storm and then we start having people dying after the storm, whether it's inexperienced people using chainsaws, um, forgetting to put that generator too close until the power company comes. Uh, kids going out in the yard, and there's a down power line. And let me tell you, wherever you see standing water, I know if the power is off, it's kind of boring. The kids have all been in the house. Don't go letting the kids go outside and play in the standing water. Because technically, with all that has been washed all around, that's just like sewer water. Just like sewer water. So that's... a uh, Another thing is we're trying to now begin to give you the tips you need to know 
to remember when you're cleaning up. Now, I learned this from experience with FEMA. If you have minor or, or moderate roof damage and you're going to put a tarp on your roof, I'm sure Home Depot, Lowe's, some of those places are going to open up. But what you want to do is if you can avoid it, do not nail the blue tarp on your roof. Once you nail the tarp to the roof for a temporary leak, you're now causing room da- uh, roof damage everywhere the nails were uh, um, uh, hammered in. And when these folks try to put this on your roof, they just want to hammer it and go, no. The best thing to do, and you got to be careful, don't do it yourself necessarily, but if you can get uh, buckets of water or, or cinder blocks, what you want to do is try to put something heavy on the corners of the blue tarp and don't hammer into your roof. We had that situation. My mother-in-law was in Lakeland. Uh, Irma that came through or whatnot, uh, and they came out and nailed it, and boy, it was a mess trying to get it done. And I've dealt with FEMA, so you're going to have to be careful. And eventually, she got a check back from FEMA to help with the roof. But right now, when you call FEMA, for those of you that need help with housing or transportation or any of that, uh, that that's the immediate fund. But again, um, we're not going to have any rain, so you don't have to worry about the roof necessarily for tonight. Now, if you've got a gaping hole and your roof is gone, that certainly is a totally different situation. Last but not least, the scam artists are out. They're going to be out big time. Number one, do not give any money to anybody asking for money on GoFundMe or any other solicitation like that. If you're going to give, do not give to any of those places. Give directly and make sure whether it's the Salvation Army, Florida Baptist Convention Disaster, Red Cross, Safe, secure site is right here at volunteerflorida.org. Don't give to any, any GoFundMe type situations. Number two, do not sign anything. You're going to have rogue carpenters, tree people, everything. They're going to be out. They're going to come to, they're going to, come to, south, to southwest Florida. You don't want to sign anything with the insurance where someone says, hey, we can expedite this. Don't do that when they come to your door. Tell them, thank you. i got to be taken care of. You don't accept anything unsolicited, and you'll be safe. Now, I want to tell you that Jimmy Petronas, who oversees Department of Insurance, in the areas hardest hit, we're going to set up like we did in, in, in Mexico Beach. There's going to be insurance uh, villas or, or something like that. What they'll do is there'll be several of these in the high-impact areas, All the insurance companies are going to come. It may be a a parking lot that's not being used a lot. What will happen is it will be one place where all the insurance companies are at, and then you can go directly there, and whether it's Allstate, State Farm, USAA, I know there's some independents, but the ideal is the state is going to be setting these up like ASAP, and those are the safe places for you to go uh, if you want to um, begin uh, to, to make that claim or maybe you got question as, as the claims are in process, the idea here is, and by the way, for insurance. Now, you may want to have your attorney. I would not, just as a rule of thumb, 
if an attorney, first of all, you shouldn't be solicited. But if somebody says, hey, you know, I can get an attorney. Look at this. What I would do is through your church, your family and friends, uh, I would recommend that you choose an attorney uh, for a nominal fee uh, to be able to oversee whatever agreement you make for the payment of claims from either your property insurance uh, coverage uh, company, uh, maybe also for your flood damage. You don't want to sign your rights away. And you want someone, uh, you know, right now, you're, many of you who, or have, who, will have, who will have these type of claims, let's face it, you're pretty wired out. I mean, you've been through it. Just if you've been out of electricity for a couple of days now, could be a minor claim, could be a major claim. You know, the more tired that we get, you know, the Bible tells us that's the worst time to make a decision. But now some of you are going to have to make some decisions. So I want to tell you, a trusted family friend, uh, someone who is an attorney, someone who has some expertise uh, to kind of help you, and then maybe for you to choose. The idea here is you choosing who you want to help. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, here with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post-Hurricane Ian Update. I want to tell you, it is other devastation in Lee and Collier counties. It will take your breath away. And right now, as search and rescue efforts are underway, we are keeping a close eye on this. Uh, for the um, For the most part of the afternoon, we have been watching... Uh, video coverage uh, feeds from the Lee County Sheriff's Office as well as uh, NBC2, ABC7 uh, in Fort Myers. And um, as we are not only seeing utter devastation, we are also, because of the air units that are in the air, uh, in addition to the Coast Guard, the National Guard, uh, and the rescue operations that are going on, we're able to watch some of those uh, during the afternoon. But uh, right now, it's more important to go. Just moments ago, Governor, Dan, Governor Ron DeSantis held a press conference update from Charlotte County. I want you to hear that before we get to anything else. Let's go to that press conference. We're also able to go out and tour some of the areas uh, in, in Charlotte County and, and inspect some of the damage. From the wee hours of the morning, uh, there have been people that uh, have descended on southwest Florida uh, to be able to offer assistance. And so we've seen uh, a number of, of efforts uh, on the barrier islands to bring people to safety, uh, particularly in, uh, in, in Lee County, but also in, in Charlotte and in, in, in Naples and in Collier County. Uh, and you have people, the, the uh, electrical, the power, they're all here. We have Eric Salaji from Florida Power and Light, which will give a, he'll give an update on what they're doing. But from the minute they could get in here, uh, they've been in here uh, working on being able to get people uh, connected again. Uh, we're also, I've talked to two of the major uh, CEOs for the telecom companies uh, about, about their restoration services. And, and, and fortunately, you know, some of their uh, infrastructure has, has done okay. They do more. Air, um, um, uh, our DEM is also putting the mobile cell phone towers to be able to help uh, restore communications. And we've got an inordinate amount of, of food and water uh, that, that is either here uh, or is very close on the way. Uh, 
Life safety, of course, is, is critical. Anyone stranded on one of those barrier islands uh, want to make sure that, that, that they're safe. And I know here in Charlotte, any of the neighborhoods that experienced uh, a lot of wind or, or, or water damage, uh, these folks are there. Uh, they're, they're, they're working to make sure people are safe. And that is true in Lee and Collier County as well. So that's really, really important. Uh, we also got to just stabilize the area with these key services. And so we've got a huge amount of resources uh, that have been brought to bear to be able to do that. And we're going to continue doing it. This is going to be a 24-7 operation because we realize how important it is. We also understand there's a lot of people that have asked what they can do to help the people of the state of Florida, particularly down in this region. And the First Lady will talk in a minute, but we have a fund, floridadisasterfund.org, floridadisasterfund.org. You text disaster to 20222. Uh, you can make a contribution. And at the end of the day, we've got supplies that have been pre-staged that are being used, and, and, and that's important. We don't necessarily need people to send us stuff. Uh, what we need is to be able to help those relief organizations help the folks. I mean, there's obviously, we're surveying the damage right now. Some people that evacuated, they're going to go back and look at their homes and see, is there flood damage? Is there wind damage? Is it going to be habitable? And so all those things, as those happen, we're going to get a clearer picture of some of the unique needs that individuals in this region may have. And so your financial contribution can, can, can make a world of difference. And so we're, we're happy that so many people have done. I think we're over $2 million um, already within less than 24 hours, and I know many more people want to do. But um, I'm really impressed with the resiliency that we're seeing here in Charlotte County. This is not anything anyone wanted to deal with. I mean, if you go back three, 72 hours before landfall, most of southwest Florida was not even in the cone, uh, and then you have a situation where you're dealing, you're staring down the barrel of a hurricane, making landfall at 155 miles an hour. Uh, so the, the response here uh, and just the way people have, have reacted um, has been very, very impressive, and we understand this is just the beginning. There's a lot more that's going to need to be done, and the state of Florida is going to be good partners uh, with the folks here uh, at the local level. Uh, I'm going to let... Uh, the First Lady talk about relief efforts, and then we'll have Kevin Guthrie and then Eric Salagi from FPNL will give uh, an update on the power situation. No, I just have to echo that. We are just so proud of the people of Southwest Florida, the resiliency and the courage and strength that you're exhibiting, the people here at the Emergency Operations Center, and frankly, people across the state of Florida. We just couldn't be uh, not more proud of what you have done to support your fellow Floridians and also the people across the country. So the governor mentioned a second ago the Disaster Recovery Fund, disasterrecoveryfund.org. You can donate there. It's a 501c3. Uh, why that's important, again, is because we can take those resources and micro-target them and get them directly to the ground as quickly and efficiently as possible. As I said tomorrow, uh, this morning, and I reiterate this, uh, we are going to cut through any red tape and bureaucracy because we know people need those funds and they need help. And so we're really committed to making sure that we do that. Uh, the other thing is you can text a disaster to 20222. Uh, those funds will obviously go to the same spot uh, and we'll be able to deploy those resources very quickly. But again, on behalf of uh, the state of Florida, the governor, myself, all the people, the first responders, the EOC, uh, thank you to the people across the state and the country for stepping up big. We are at $1.6 million, uh, less than 24 hours after we launched the fund. That was at 8 a.m. this morning. We are well over $2 million uh, as of a little while ago, and I think we're going to have even more funds at the end of the day. And again, that goes directly to the great people here in Southwest Florida and all the way across the state. So God bless you. Yeah, thanks. And, and you know, some of the, the responders you know, who are ready, 
uh, you, the storm has got to kind of go before you can really get in there because it's very hazardous. And, and some of these guys are coming across Alligator Alley like midnight, like literally knocking on the door of Tropical Storm to be able to get in and, and help people. And so you look at these USAR teams uh, that we've had over from, from Miami-Dade. Uh, we want to thank them, thank the National Guard. Thank the Coast Guard. Uh, they've been able to do uh, a lot of successful missions uh, already, and, and it's really been, been great to see everybody working together. Uh, part of the reason that happens is because of the coordination at the state level, and that's under the direction of Kevin Guthrie, who's our emergency management director, and he's going to provide an update. Right. Thank you, Governor. Uh, so I got here first thing with, uh, with the governor, obviously, talked to Sheriff Promel, talked to the fire chief, talked to emergency management director Patrick Fuller. Uh, obviously, everyone very thankful of the uh, resources that have been provided. Um, we, there were a couple of handful of uh, missions that have just come up in the last couple of minutes. I'm proud to report that we are already mobilizing uh, personnel for those missions and, uh, and also uh, providing the uh, resources. One of those is a generator. So that is uh, already being sourced and already being mobilized. So we hope to have that here by midnight tonight on the generator at a minimum. The mechanic for the generator that's in question uh, that is having some issues is on already only 30 minutes out. So I'm very, very uh, proud of the men and women in our logistics section, specifically at the Florida Division of Emergency Management. They have been very, very flexible, and they have been very, very responsive um, and far exceeding our expectations in a normal disaster like this. So to have a mechanic almost 30 minutes away when you make a request about an hour ago is just fantastic. So, again, that comes from great leadership, and it starts with the governor, and I really appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Great. Part of the preparations for, for this storm was to have uh, as many resources pre-staged that could go in and help with critical infrastructure like power. And we were able to go meet with uh, some of the linemen in, up in Lake City and North Florida, thank them. These are people coming from all over the country. I mean, they're coming from Louisiana, Alabama, Texas. And we had over 42,000 at landfall. I'm sure there's more in, in the state right now. When we were going back to Tallahassee from Lake City, you know, you saw truck after truck after truck on I-10 eastbound coming in to be able to help respond to this. And part of the reason we're able to do that is because you know, we've got a lot of utilities that this isn't their first rodeo. Uh, they take this very seriously. Uh, they learn from past storms, uh, and they put that knowledge to good use. And so Florida Power and Light has the biggest footprint of personnel that have been brought into the state to help uh, get everybody back. And uh, Eric Salaji is here, who's the president of FPL, and is he, he's going to provide an update on their efforts. Thank you, Governor. Uh, so we have deployed uh, about 20,000 crews across the state of Florida. Just to remind you, uh, the storm is still battering the northeast uh, part of the state. Daytona is being hit right now. Uh, we have about 1.2 million customers who are out of power. Um, but we have been able to restore over 700,000 customers before the storm has even left the state, and we're going to continue to work 24-7 to do so. Uh, I'm actually pleased with uh, parts of the system that I've seen a little bit further to the west of here uh, is in good shape. Uh, at FPL, we did not lose one single transmission tower, so that is critical. The backbone is up and operational. Uh, we are now in the process of getting the distribution system back up and the substations uh, that had flying debris go into them cleared out so we can get them back online. There are sections of our territory close to the beach along the uh, Bear Islands uh, that will require rebuilding. There are some destructive areas that simply cannot be repaired and they'll have to be rebuilt. Unfortunately, there are also homes and businesses that will simply not be able to safely take the power once it's ready. But the 20,000 plus 
men and women who are already here uh, are staging and getting out in the field currently. They will work 24-7 uh, until we get the lights back on. Uh, again, as the, as the governor said, not our first rodeo, but every storm is also different and always poses different challenges, uh, but appreciate all the support uh, from the state. Governor, thank you. Uh, from uh, local law enforcement as well, the National Guard. Uh, this is a team sport and a team effort, and we're going to all work together until we get Florida back up on her feet and, uh, and where we all want her to be. Thank you. And when, they're, uh, when, when FDL and, and the other companies have, have crews in, uh, the extent to which that infrastructure has remained is, is, is just critical because, you know, it's a lot easier for them to reconnect uh, an existing system than, than to have to rebuild it. So to see some of that that was able to, to withstand is, is, is encouraging. It's also just a testament. I mean, you know, some of these folks put money into the resilience of the infrastructure, and, and this is like the ultimate test. I mean, you got a hurricane that's a massive hurricane coming in at 155 miles an hour, producing this type of storm surge, dumping rain, causing flooding. Uh, if you can make it through that, then, then you probably did it, did it pretty good. And so uh, this is a 24-7 effort uh, to, to stabilize and, and to restore, and so we're um, going to do whatever we can uh, to, to assist with that effort. That was uh, Governor Don, uh, Ron DeSantis and his team. That was a press conference from just moments ago from the Emergency Operations Center there in uh, Charlotte County in Florida. I don't have to tell you that uh, our worst fears and concerns have, uh, have played true. And as we are looking at the damage right now, watching a live feed coming in, it's an amazing thing to see. The other utter devastations. Let me tell you, Fort Myers Beach, hammered, hammered, hammered. Uh, I've been watching the Fort Myers Pier is gone. If you're familiar right there, because that's Fort Myers and Sanibel and great places that we've all have, many of us have hung out in and love. Let me tell you that uh, right there at Fort Myers, Fort Myers, not only is the pier gone, but Times Square, you know, where the restaurants and the places where you can get some ice cream, flattened, total flattened. The pier at Naples, gone, total, total, total destruction. Sanibel, the causeway is destroyed. It's going to take a long time to figure out how to get the road transportation back up to Sanibel. They've been doing rescue efforts on Sanibel, people who stayed. Uh, I want to tell you that when we consider that that area wasn't even in the cone until the final hours, there's many lessons to be learned. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. We continue our briefing here on The Bill Bunkley Show. Post-Hurricane Ian, we'll be right back. Start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. 
And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-884-8375. That's 800-884-8375. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance to date at 813-533-3000. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 930 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com. Listen to Janae's Tropicals Saturdays at 930 and again at 530 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, and um, wow, this is our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post, Hurricane Ian coverage this afternoon. Uh, there's a press conference going on right now with Charlotte County officials. Let's go ahead and dip into that for just for just a few moments. We're going to pull that up in just a moment. I thought we were standing by with that, but uh, we've got that for you. We're going to dip in some of the local briefings uh, on this afternoon's um, program that will give you a little bit more of a um, a live opportunity to um, be able to know how to pray for our friends and families and others, especially in these hard-hit areas. As I said, Times Square has been totally destroyed there in Fort Myers. Let's go ahead and go to Charlotte County for an update. We believe there's six or seven fatalities there. Fatalities there. Let's listen in. throughout the city of debris Uh, by 7 a.m. this morning all roads major roads in the city were clear of debris and were passable we do have disaster debris teams throughout the city now that have begun clearing local roads we have not started the collection process yet but we'll be on the way they'll be starting soon our canals right now are full of fallen trees sunken boats decks and docks pool cages Please do not take your boats out in the canal at this time. It is not safe. We will begin working on those towards the end of the of the debris management collection cycle. We're going to focus on the debris on the roadways first. At this time, the Chiquita Lock has a blockage. It is unpassable. Our traffic signals throughout the city, just like our uh, lift stations, have lost power. Many of them are inoperable at this time. Crews are working to assess the damage, and for those signals that can accept auxiliary power, we'll be deploying that soon. If you approach a traffic signal that is inoperable, please treat it as an always stop. Come to a complete stop, yield, and then proceed with caution. If there's any other issues related to public works, 
that you need to report to the city, please use our 311 system to report that and we'll get that in our system so that we can handle it appropriately and get the appropriate crews out to take care of it. That concludes my portion. I'd like to turn it over to Police Chief Tony Sizemore. Good afternoon. Anthony Sizemore, Police Chief, Cape Coral Police Department. I want to touch on a couple of topics from a law enforcement perspective today. Uh, to dovetail on what Mr. Ilchison talked about with traffic safety and intersection flow, uh, our traffic flow and intersection survey was completed this morning, and our officers are now currently staffing major intersections for the safe flow of traffic throughout the city. Uh, there have been questions about returning to the city for those residents who chose to evacuate and they are looking to return. Uh, my first bit of advice was, would be to ask you to delay. Uh, it's not a very comfortable place to be right now. Uh, as you've heard, uh, we have infrastructure damage. We have uh, power loss. We have water interruption right now. And if you are able to remain where you are safely evacuated, I recommend that you do so. However, if you choose to come back, into Cape Coral, there is no prohibition from doing so. Uh, continual police presence is ongoing and has been ongoing uh, since winds reduced below 45 miles an hour sustained last evening at 11 p.m. in coordination with our first push with Public Works and Fire Rescue. As always, our officers are out working 24-7 now to provide top flight professional police service. And lastly, I'll touch on a curfew uh, the city of Cape Coral is mirroring the curfew, which was enacted by Lee County government. Thank you. And now I'd like to introduce police, or excuse me, fire chief and emergency management director, Ryan Lamb. Good afternoon. Ryan Lamb, fire chief and emergency management director here for the city of Cape Coral. Fire rescue, uh, after we ceased services uh, for emergency response, once we began offering those services again, had over 400 calls for emergency service and, hold, and holding. Since we started uh, responding to calls last night at 11, uh, we've cleared a number of the calls and in addition received several more. Uh, right now we are currently holding over 250 calls for emergency services. Again, we would ask individuals that if you are experiencing an emergency to call 911. However, if you are not experiencing an emergency in need of police, fire, or EMS, that you call 311. It's also important to acknowledge our hardworking firefighters and EMTs that are out throughout the city. Uh, we heard a number of stories uh, from them and also from community members, members being good neighbors to each other. Uh, some of their stories of heroism are, 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 are awe-inspiring. Apologize. In addition, we also have uh, our EOC that's... Uh, what you are just hearing was from the officials there in Cape Coral in Lee County, uh, but what they are sharing and the experiences they they've had last night today and are having ongoing today i want you to hear a little bit of that because that is the same story that's coming in from many of the locations there in southwest florida the destruction is uh, unbelievable now i want to remind you that uh, we have uh, an opportunity if you would like to give and it's a tax deductible contribution it's um, a 501c3. If you would like to give to disaster relief, over $2 million uh, has been collected. This is being over, this is in conjunction with the state of Florida. 
Go go to um, <clears throat> excuse me. Go to volunteerflorida.org. That's volunteerflorida.org. When you land on that page, you will see there's three big dots. You see the one that says give. Just click on that dot. You'll be redirected to give uh, a contribution, and it will be tax deductible. It's going to go to other uh, charitable relief organizations uh, to help them to, to acquire food, wire, water, all of that. Now, uh, you also can volunteer. So we're going to need a lot of volunteers, and it's good to get it organized. Go to volunteerflorida.org, and when you hit on that page, click on the big round button that says volunteer, and uh, you'll see a host of opportunities uh, for uh, you to do that. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the devastation. Let me just tell you, the maps of uh, the Gulf Coast from Naples all the way up to, say, Venice, those maps are going to have to be redrawn. Uh, just like uh, we've seen in past hurricanes, we have passes in the water where there were no passes. We have places where there were passes, and now they're not passes anymore. As you can imagine, we have extreme, extreme um, uh, beach destruction. And... Uh, so many bridges now, they're doing bridge inspections as quick as they can, but I can tell you that the bridge to Sanibel is destroyed. And uh, they are still working calls. I'm watching video right now uh, with some of the um, National Guard helicopters. Uh, we're watching the Coast Guard as well, uh, doing search missions. And right now, we are definitely in search and rescue and uh, we still need to be praying for folks that may even be trapped in some sort of a, of a way in those structures. So we're keeping you up to date here. Stay tuned right here for more post-Hurricane Ian updates. I'm Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Thousands of people have evacuated from nursing homes and hospitals across Florida as winds and water from Hurricane Ian began receding. Hundreds of those evacuations taking place across the hard-hit Fort Myers region. For damage, cut off potable water to at least nine hospitals. The Florida Healthcare Association says 43 nursing homes were evacuating about 3,400 residents. At least six adults were wounded in a shooting at a school campus in Oakland on Wednesday, with at least some of the victims found inside the school. That shooting took place at Rudsdale Newcomer High School. The school serves recent immigrants ages 16 to 21. No one is in custody. The Dow is down 555 points. The Nasdaq off 373. This is SRN News. 
Charlie Dunn. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, we guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day. Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring this kids home safe. Call 800-745-2882, Hey everybody, Greg Laurie here from A New Beginning. You know, we're excited about our partnership with a OnePlace.com app. You can listen to my messages anytime, anywhere, even offline, without Wi-Fi with the OnePlace app. Now more than ever, don't you think we need to get God's Word into our lives? So let His Word fill you with hope in your office, in your home, or in your car, or wherever you are at oneplace.com. The Crucified Message. Only God can make us holy. We cannot do it on our own. Some people will change when they see the light. Others change only when they feel the heat. Don't wait for the heat of the lake of fire before you try to change. It's too late then. Jesus says he's the light of the world. The Crucified Message. Sundays at 7.30 and again at 6.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post-Hurricane Ian Update. Our phone lines are open at um, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. As of this hour, we are uh, reporting uh, seven deaths from Hurricane Ian, uh, six in Collier County. However, um, we have uh, we are aware of conversations with the sheriff of Lee County, uh, suggesting there could be hundreds who have passed away. 
because of the hurricane. That is, uh, has not been uh, substantiated. But since uh, I'm looking at the damage and watching the aerial, uh, part of the aerial uh, assessments that are going on and some of the video feeds that we're looking at with the utter devastation in Lee County, um, I, um, first of all, I know pretty confidently that there, there probably has to be some folks that uh, didn't make it to what number that is, uh, we're still holding, but rather than giving the impression that, Hey, we only have seven deaths out of this thing. I want to remind you that we are in the search and rescue. There, there's like three, two or three phases, there's search rescue and then recovery. Uh, we'll be in recovery here once all of the shelter-in-place people that they know about have been accounted for one way or another. All the 911 calls have been um, taken care of. When the crews can go in safety safely, what they'll do is they'll also do neighborhood inspections. And if you remember back to previous storms, you might see footage where there there might be a home and there's a big fluorescent X. Uh, a lot of times uh, they'll use spray paint and they'll put that X on the garage or on the front side of the building. And what that indicates is the X is uh, it's been checked and it's cleared. So um, there's a, just a huge effort that's going to have to take place here as they are, are going through these areas. That's why especially the further south you get, I would say from Venice on down, you just want to do all of your hurricane sightseeing from the comfort of your couch. Uh, this, is, um, this is a devastating situation, and uh, we're going to be hearing more and more from uh, the South Florida area. A couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, first of all, You've got to be worried, uh, uh, concerned, I should say, uh, about price gouging. Now, there are all sorts of bad apples, and they're already moving in. And they're probably moving in more so, say, in Hillsborough, Pinellas, Sarasota, Manatee counties, because by and large, our bridges are up. And by the way, the Sunshine Skyway Bridge opened up about an hour ago, so... You don't have to take the long way around, but uh, since people have damage and tree limbs, first of all, watch out for the scammers. And then when you see a product, it may be a neighborhood um, shop and go type of a store, not not mentioning them in terms of the name of the store, but you get it, Circle K, 7-Eleven. But then there's a lot of mom and pops. Now, I want to tell you, if you are uh, have a suspicion that you had to buy something, that somebody really jacked up the price and was gouging that price, um, let me give you a, a phone number. And by the way, it would be a good idea to keep, uh, I know many of you keep that pen and paper handy to, to pray about uh, the updates that we give you each and every afternoon here on the Bill Bunkley Show. But I'm also be giving you some information that you might want to jot down for yourself and others. Now, our Attorney General uh, has uh, Ashley Moody. Uh, she set up a couple days ago a special hotline, and I'm going to tell you she is dead serious. This is the hotline. If you think that somebody is gouging, we want you to report that as soon as possible. 
because if they were price gouging you, they're price gouging others. And, uh, boy, I can tell you, especially our seniors, uh, those that are on a fixed income, um, inflation has, uh, you know, basically just uh, knocked them in orbit to start with. The last thing they need is uh, to be targeted as a vulnerable human being that, hey, we can really, we really, we can really price gouge this guy or this gal. Now, if you have uh, a suspicion of uh, being uh, price gouged, call this hotline number. It's one eight six six nine N O dash scam. One eight six six toll free number one eight six six nine no dash scam. No dash scam. One eight six six nine no dash scam. And let me tell you what, the legislature has in place, there could be a fine up to $25,000 as a result of your call and identifying somebody who's ripping off the public. And uh, I can tell you what, uh, I, I, I do that immediately. Um, I got a lot of patience, but I don't have a lot of patience for foolishness and thievery. And let me tell you, for many of you, A lot of people evacuated. I know you're not listening to the Bill Bunkley Show, and you're not prone to be listening to our Salem radio broadcast stations all across Central Florida. But let me just make the statement. There are curfews in place tonight in the most damaged areas. And if you are going to go out and you're going to try and break in houses, break in cars, you're going to start doing that mess, the penalties are elevated in this time of emergency. So um, I would not suggest that that is something that uh, uh, you really want to do. But as far as my overall assessment at the minute, I, I cannot tell you um, how pleased and how proud I am once again, once again, of uh, our governor of the free state of Florida, And by the way, his name is Ron DeSantis. We may have many people listening in this afternoon just coming to the state. Let me tell you what, the level of coordination of all of the, and I'll say hundreds of considerations of what to do, how to do it, and some of those decisions cannot be made until last night or this morning. A lot of decisions about preparation, a lot of the preparations about uh, pre-deploying to locations around the state, the assets ready to go. Think about the coordination, the coordination between, you know, city, county, state agencies, along with uh, power companies, along with uh, the Florida National Guard, the federal assets, and FEMA. And so one thing to remember is, is that, over the next few days, and especially the next week in, let's say, months, if you are in those areas, or you have friends, I should say, because I know I'm talking to a lot of people who may be listening in, and you're really listening in for your mom or dad, your brother or sister or friends. Everywhere you go, uh, Mrs. Bunkley was rattling off uh, the list of folks that we know live down in those areas, live on Sanibel, Pine Island. We're very concerned, but uh, know that um, you have to be reasonable. 
and you have to be patient. And some folks are not going to be able to get back to their properties for, well, quite some time. Not today or tomorrow. It may be days and weeks. So because of that, those areas are going to be covered under the federal FEMA program. And uh, if you or your loved ones are going to have to stay evacuated because of the damage or the inability to get into their homes, let me remind you that... Uh, by now, and as more counties could be added and probably will be added as the assessments are done, say from uh, south of Lakeland all the way over to where uh, Ian exited Florida, somewhere between um, Cape Kennedy and uh, Daytona Beach. Here's a number to call for FEMA if you need some federal assistance. And this has to do with uh, maybe your hotel bill, maybe some vouchers to go to restaurants and eat. Now, that number to call, because once your county has been um, approved for federal disaster relief, uh, this relief is available to you. And the most immediate relief is for you to be able to live temporarily for the next few days, the next few weeks, maybe longer than that. Here's that telephone number. And I would suggest that even if you don't need the information that I'm giving out, Maybe a friend or maybe somebody on social media. So I'm going to ask that you jot these things down, whether like we're here in Hillsboro. We don't have a need for a lot of this, but just jot it down. You never know when you're going to see a post or a question on social media. So for immediate federal assistance, call 800-621-3262. You can also go to FEMA's website to start reading up on the assistance you can get. That's FEMA, F-E-M-A dot org. That's F-E-M-A dot org. You can also uh, click on there. Now, um, again, let me repeat once again, and I'm going to repeat this, at least this part of it, a lot right now. If you have a, uh, a family member or a friend and you've been trying to contact them, especially down in southwest Florida, and you can't get through. Now, first of all, just just be calm and pray about it because many people cannot respond to your phone, to your call, not because of they're in, in, in a life, uh, you know, in a life-threatening uh, situation. The cell towers are knocked out. Now, Later on today, hopefully, a lot of those hundred cell towers they got to be they got to be brought in, they got to be positioned, and they got to be hooked up. So this isn't like uh, in an hour or two everybody will have their cell phones back, but uh, that's coming. But if you want to report someone that you want to have them checked on, uh, go to this website, floridadisaster.org forward slash report, floridadisaster.org forward slash report. When you go there, you can put the name, the information of the individual, the address. Just fill out that form. It will go into uh, the register. And right now, um, you know, 911 calls, especially in these heavy-hit areas, they're going to be triaged. Uh, there's going to be backup in service in some of those calls because if it's someone that's okay but is going to need something in the next few hours or uh, by a day or so, they may have a 911 call in, but that service is not going out to them. These are going to be triage for the most important situations. Also, when you make this report, a lot of what they're doing is 
uh, two things. Uh, in an area where they get a lot of cell phone calls for help, they can track that, and they know that if there's uh, 50, 60 calls coming in from, say, one aspect of an island or something, they're going to put that high on the list to get their crews in there because with that many cell phones coming in, without having all the aerial um, uh, mapping done to see where the devastation is, that will help them prioritize that, prioritize that area. Same thing at this website at floridadisaster.org forward slash report. They start uh, you putting in those addresses and zip codes, and there's a lot of people unaccounted for. They'll match that up against uh, whether there's cell phone coverage or not. This is a minute-by-minute, hour-by-hour situation. It's going to get better. We have to be patient. 877-943-9673 with your questions or comments. Be right back. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1054. 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Frank Garrison became the first man to stand up in court for America's working-class households to oppose Joe Biden's regressive student loan debt forgiveness plan. Not only is Biden's big giveaway illegal and unconstitutional, it puts the onus for the trillion-dollar debt on the shoulders of those who have never benefited from the education it bought. Garrison and others get hit even worse. He lives in a state that will apply income taxes to any debt forgiveness, creating an immediate tax liability. It is on that basis that Garrison and his attorneys at Pacific Legal Foundation will get standing to challenge this proposal. That's only necessary because Congress lacks the will and the courage to stand up for its own authority and jurisdiction in court. Garrison has more than standing. He has a case. 
and he's standing up to Biden and Democrats while also standing up for working class Americans who won't stand for this massive redistribution of funds to the wealthy and privileged. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. When was the last time the owner of a heating and A.C. company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your A.C. trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com. Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera. Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio post-Hurricane Ian coverage. And a couple of uh, updates. Uh, in a few moments, top of the hour, we'll be joined by our answer stations. And uh, we will be uh, airing once again the press conference that took place just a few moments ago. Governor Ron DeSantis from uh, Charlotte County. Uh, some very important information there, but we want to go ahead and uh, let you hear that again for the folks that are tuning in in the 4 o'clock hour. And um, also want to remind you, uh, Brian's going to step in here with some updates, but I want to just remind you, we haven't talked more about, uh, you know, some of the areas, and I'm talking about, uh, you know, Avon Park, Sebring, Fort Meade, Bartow, Dundee. Let me tell you what, they've been hammered as well. And on top of that, we see the extensive mobile home damage in what's coming out of the feeds that we're monitoring out of Lee and Charlotte County. I think about the seniors, not only there, but the seniors all across Central Florida. I went just south of Lakeland and kept going in that northeast direction. I want to tell you, at night... Yesterday, as long as the sun was up, all of us is, we, we just remember, folks, we got to thank the Lord, be, 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 be so much in a spirit of gratitude. You look at those pictures of Fort Myers Beach wiped out, the businesses are gone, Times Square is gone, the pier is gone, the road to Sanibel is, has been destroyed in three or four places. Just remember, that could have been us. And remember the amount of seniors and the amount of people, you know, people of means, myself included, if we had to, we can hop in a car and go to a hotel. Let's not forget, especially as brothers and sisters in Christ, do you know the maybe millions of of elderly and poor people? They have no choice. They have nowhere to go. They have no money. In some instances, no transportation. And so they had to hang out in their mobile homes. They had to hang out in maybe some frame houses that haven't been updated and are not as secure as others. And I want to tell you, when that sun sets, 
and you got this huge storm going over you, I can tell you when you talk to folks that went through that last night, especially in these counties, they'll probably tell you it was one of the most frightening nights they have ever had. And you know what? The clock seems to stop. It seems like it's so slow to get it over with. So because we're sort of focusing on what we know and this this horrific damage to the southwest, just keep the interior parts of the state uh, on your prayer list as well. So, uh, Brian, come on in here, and you've got some updates about some things happening that we want to know about uh, openings and those type of things. Yeah, so I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to resuming their normal routines here in the Tampa Bay uh, St. Pete area. And uh, so a lot of that's going to be able to happen tomorrow. Uh, Tampa International Airport, they say they'll be open tomorrow at 10 a.m. They urge uh, folks that if you're going to be flying out uh, to arrive two hours early and to obviously check with your airlines for flight status. Uh, Bayfront Health in St. Pete, the emergency room in Pinellas County, that's been reopened. Uh, they are resuming elective surgeries tomorrow. Folks that need food. There are some public stores in Pinellas, Hillsborough, Pasco, Lake, Hernando, Manatee, and Osceola counties that are reopening. Uh, the Postal Service, uh, they've resumed delivering retail services to much of Central and Southwest Florida. And I'm seeing the list of cities here, and it's pretty much everybody in our, a lot of the uh, area in the Tampa and St. Pete and surrounding areas. That's tomorrow, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. And also uh, an update on Tico here. Uh, they obviously are working on restoring power. Uh, they started today with uh, 295,000 customers uh, without power uh, by 2 p.m., which is about two hours ago. They've already restored 37,000 customers, so they're working their way on to that. And uh, finally, for those that utilize Heart, uh, they've announced that uh, they'll be offering a fare-free on-demand service until 11 p.m., and regular service will resume tomorrow, uh, September 30th. Uh, that's tomorrow. Also, uh, Bill, this one too, uh, folks that are thinking about going to the Bucks game, you can go if you're able to because the Bucks will play Sunday night's game against Kansas City at Raven James as originally scheduled. All right. Not that that's the most important thing, but uh, for many, by the time Sunday rolls around, especially those of you who've had some of that damage, maybe not uh, – uh, total devastation on your home, but you've had to be waiting and calling and being patient and the cleanup in the yard, all of that. Uh, by the time we get to Sunday, um, hopefully in the areas that have not just been completely wiped out, uh, you've got your cell phone service, telephone service, maybe even cable service. And so, well, maybe Sunday night, uh, be a little time of uh, just chilling out a little bit and catching a football game because life will uh, get back to normal. But for those of us who are Christ followers, you know, I can tell you what, I, I really have been concerned. I was concerned overnight for our elderly and those uh, in the mobile homes uh, and uh, the frame houses because I went through that experience when I was five years old. I'll never forget it. So let's just keep praying. Let's just look at this from God's perspective. Anything can either be real rebuilt or we really don't need it, but it's lives. And I hope that you will consider, if you don't know Jesus Christ, this is an opportune time to do that. We'll be right back. 
technician from SafeLight Auto Glass. My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at SafeLight.com. No one makes replacing the windshield easier. Plus, she loved how SafeLight emails a photo of the technician so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon. Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to SafeLight.com. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. Yankee Arnold Ministries. This is Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold of Yankee Arnold Ministries. I want you to join me for each weekday. There is a new name and new time, but the same clear gospel message. Mark it down. Call a friend. This is Ralph Yankee Arnold. God bless and keep looking up. Yankee Arnold Ministries, weeknights at 6 on Faith Talk Tampa. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the state is seeing a 500-year flood event. We've never seen a, a flood event like this. We've never seen storm surge of this magnitude, and it hit an area uh, where there's a lot of people in a lot of those low-lying areas, and it's going to end up doing extensive damage uh, to a lot of people's homes. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of work to do. Florida Hospital Association President Mary Mayhew says one health system in southwest Florida is without water and fast approaching a point where they will not be able to safely care for patients. That is a urgent focus to get those patients transferred. Though downgraded to a tropical storm this morning, the National Hurricane Center says storm surge and flooding rains remain a threat as Ian crept across the Florida Peninsula and merged in the Atlantic Ocean north of Cape Canaveral. Forecasters predict Ian would again gain some strength but turning northward. Also at SRNews.com, the number of Americans filing for jobless benefits dropped last week. It's a sign that few companies are cutting jobs despite high inflation and a weak economy. The Labor Department says applications for unemployment benefits for the week ending September 24th fell by 16,000 to 193,000. Last week's number was revised down by 4,000 to 209,000. First-time applications generally reflect layoffs. Correspondent Jeremy House. The card figures are very low historically and suggest Americans are benefiting from an unusually high level of job security. Stocks lower on Wall Street as worries about a possible recession and rising bond yields put the squeeze back on markets. The Dow is down 436 points and the Nasdaq 328 points lower. This is SRN News. My brother. Hello. Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over limit charges and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my 
bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-936-5496. Can you repeat that? 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Tennessee lawmakers will take on state hospitals. The video went viral. An official at Vanderbilt Medical Center telling other health care leaders that sex change operations on children, quote, make a lot of money, $40,000 to $100,000. It was a bad look. That's enraged a lot of people across the country. Now members of the Tennessee legislature say they will introduce a bill that would limit sex change operations on anybody under the age of 18. Governor Bill Lee has ordered an investigation of the hospital. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A judge has extended a temporary block on Ohio's law banning virtually all abortions. That order will limit pregnancy terminations. A county judge has issued a two-week delay earlier this month in a lawsuit brought by the LCLU in Ohio on behalf of the state's remaining abortion clinic. This is SRN News. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Get your free tickets now for an evening with David Jeremiah, Thursday, October 13th at 7 p.m. at the Orlando Amway Center. Bring your friends and family to discover how God gives us the strength and courage to live as powerful Christians in today's culture. Thursday, October 13th at 7 p.m. at the Orlando Amway Center. Get free tickets online at davidjeremiah.org tour. That's davidjeremiah.org tour. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. But more importantly, this is our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio post-Hurricane Ian coverage here. And I want to welcome in uh, all you listeners that are with us from our News Talk Answer stations as we have our uh, uh, complement of our platform here. Boy, I want to tell you what, it is absolutely amazing, not in a good way, to see the absolute total destruction, total destruction, catastrophic storm damage in Fort Myers, Sanibel Island. It is something that you would think you were watching a movie. The shrimp fleet there on San Carlos Island, right where the eye came in, reports are that the the shrimp fleet All of those boats, it's all completely destroyed. The Fort Myers Pier, destroyed. Naples Pier, destroyed. Times Square, they're in Fort Myers, leveled. Fort Myers Beach, 
level. The businesses on Fort Myers Beach, they're gone. We've got a lot to talk about during this hour. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. But first, uh, moments ago, the governor of the free state of Florida has been inspecting the damage in our southwest counties, and he was at the Charlotte County Emergency Operations Center. Let's take you there. One of the best updates we could do at this moment is from the governor and his team himself. Let's listen in. We're also able to go out and tour some of the areas uh, in in Charlotte County and and inspect some of the damage. From the wee hours of the morning, there have been people that uh, have descended on southwest Florida to be able to offer assistance. And so we've seen uh, a number of, of efforts uh, on the barrier islands to bring people to safety, uh, particularly in, uh, in, in Lee County, but also in, in Charlotte and in, in, in Naples and in Collier County. Uh, and you have people, the, the uh, electrical, the power, they're all here. We have Eric Salaji from Florida Power and Light, which will give a, he'll give an update on what they're doing. But from the minute they could get in here, uh, they've been in here uh, working on being able to get people uh, connected again. Uh, we're also, I've talked to two of the major uh, CEOs for the telecom companies uh, about, about their restoration services. And, and, and fortunately, you know, some of their uh, infrastructure has, has done okay. They do more. Air, um, um, uh, our DEM is also putting the mobile cell phone towers to be able to help uh, restore communications. And we've got an inordinate amount of, of food and water uh, that, that is either here uh, or is very close on the way. Uh, life safety, of course, is, is critical. Anyone stranded on one of those barrier islands uh, want to make sure that, that, that they're safe. And I know here in Charlotte, any of the neighborhoods that experienced uh, a lot of wind or or water damage, uh, these folks are there. Uh, They're they're, they're working to make sure people are safe. And that is true in Lee and Collier County as well. So that's really, really important. Uh, We also got to just stabilize the area with these key services. And so we've got a huge amount of resources uh, that have been brought to bear to be able to do that. And we're going to continue doing it. This is going to be a 24-7 operation because we realize how important it is. We also understand there's a lot of people that have asked what they can do to help the people of the state of Florida, particularly down in this region. And the First Lady will talk in a minute, but we have a fund, floridadisasterfund.org, floridadisasterfund.org. You text DISASTER to 20222. Uh, you can make a contribution. And at the end of the day, we've got supplies that have been pre-staged that are being used, and, and, and that's important. We don't necessarily need people to send us stuff. Uh, What we need is to be able to help those relief organizations help the folks. I mean, there's obviously we're surveying the damage right now. Some people that evacuated, they're going to go back and look at their homes and see, is there flood damage? Is there wind damage? Is it going to be habitable? And so all those things, as those happen, we're going to get a clearer picture of some of the unique needs that individuals in this region may have. And so your financial contribution can can, can make a world of difference. And so we're, we're happy that so many people have done. I think we're over $2 million. Um, already within less than 24 hours, and I know many more people want to do. But um, I'm really impressed with the resiliency that we're seeing here in Charlotte County. This is not anything anyone wanted to deal with. I mean, if you go back 72 hours before landfall, most of Southwest Florida was not even in the cone, uh, and then you have a situation where you're dealing, you're staring down the barrel of a hurricane, making landfall at 155 miles an hour. Uh, So the, the response here 
uh, and just the way people have, have reacted um, has been very, very impressive. And we understand this is just the beginning. There's a lot more that's going to need to be done, and the state of Florida is going to be good partners uh, with the folks here uh, at the local level. Uh, I'm going to let uh, the First Lady talk about relief efforts, and then we'll have Kevin Guthrie, and then Eric Salagi from FPNL will give uh, an update on the power situation. No, I just have to echo that. We are just so proud of the people of Southwest Florida, the resiliency and the courage and strength that you're exhibiting, the people here at the Emergency Operations Center, and frankly, people across the state of Florida. We just couldn't be uh, not more proud of what you have done to support your fellow Floridians and also the people across the country. So the governor mentioned a second ago the Disaster Recovery Fund, disasterrecoveryfund.org. You can donate there. It's a 501c3. Uh, why that's important, again, is because we can take those resources and micro-target them and get them directly to the ground as quickly and efficiently as possible. As I said tomorrow, uh, this morning, and I reiterate this, uh, we are going to cut through any red tape and bureaucracy because we know people need those funds and they need help. And so we're really committed to making sure that we do that. Uh, the other thing is you can text a disaster to 20222. Uh, those funds will obviously go to the same spot uh, and we'll be able to deploy those resources very quickly. But again, on behalf of uh, the state of Florida and the governor, myself, all the people, the first responders, the EOC, uh, thank you to the people across the state and the country for stepping up big. We are at $1.6 million, uh, less than 24 hours after we launched the fund. That was at 8 a.m. this morning. We are well over $2 million uh, as of a little while ago, and I think we're going to have even more funds at the end of the day. And again, that goes directly to the great people here in southwest Florida and all the way across the state. So God bless you. Yeah, thanks. And, and you know, some of the, the responders you know, who are ready, uh, you, the storm has got to kind of go before you can really get in there because it's very hazardous. And, and some of these guys are coming across Alligator Alley like midnight, like literally knocking on the door of Tropical Storm to be able to get in and, and help people. And so you look at these USAR teams uh, that we've had over from, from Miami-Dade. Uh, we want to thank them, thank the National Guard, thank the Coast Guard. Uh, they've been able to do uh, a lot of successful missions uh, already, and, and it's really been, been great to see everybody working together. Uh, part of the reason that happens is because of the coordination at the state level, and that's under the direction of Kevin Guthrie, who's our emergency management director, and he's going to provide an update. Right. Thank you, Governor. Uh, so I got here first thing with, uh, with the governor, obviously talked to Sheriff Promo, talked to the fire chief, talked to emergency management director Patrick Fuller. Uh, obviously, everyone very thankful of the uh, resources that have been provided. Um, we There were a couple of handful of uh, missions that have just come up in the last couple of minutes. I'm proud to report that we are already mobilizing uh, personnel for those missions and, and also uh, providing the uh, resources. One of those is a generator. So that is uh, already being sourced and already being mobilized. So we hope to have that here by midnight tonight on the generator at a minimum. The mechanic for the generator that's in question uh, that is having some issues is on already only 30 minutes out. So I'm very, very uh, proud of the men and women in our logistics section, specifically at the Florida Division of Emergency Management. They have been very, very flexible, and they have been very, very responsive um, and far exceeding our expectations in a normal disaster like this. So to have a mechanic almost 30 minutes away when you make a request about an hour ago is just fantastic. So, again, that comes from great leadership, and it starts with the governor, and I really appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Great. Part of the preparations for, for this storm was to have uh, as many resources pre-staged that could go in and help with critical infrastructure like power. 
and we were able to go meet with uh, some of the linemen in, up in Lake City and North Florida, thank them. These are people coming from all over the country. I mean, they're coming from Louisiana, Alabama, Texas, and we had over 42,000 at landfall. I'm sure there's more in, in the state right now. When we were going back to Tallahassee from Lake City, you know, you saw truck after truck after truck on I-10 eastbound coming in to be able to help respond to this. And part of the reason we're able to do that is because you know, we've got a lot of utilities that this isn't their first rodeo. Uh, they take this very seriously. Uh, they learn from past storms, uh, and they put that knowledge to good use. And so Florida Power and Light has the biggest footprint of personnel that have been brought into the state to help uh, get everybody back. And uh, Eric Salagi is here, who's the president of FPL, and is he, he's going to provide an update on their efforts. Thank you, Governor. Uh, so we have deployed uh, about 20,000 crews across the state of Florida. Just to remind you, uh, the storm is still battering the northeast uh, part of the state. Daytona is being hit right now. Uh, we have about 1.2 million customers who are out of power. Um, but we have been able to restore over 700,000 customers before the storm has even left the state, and we're going to continue to work 24-7 to do so. Uh, I'm actually pleased with uh, parts of the system that I've seen a little bit further to the west of here uh, is in good shape. Uh, at FPL, we did not lose one single transmission tower, so that is critical. The backbone is up and operational. Uh, we are now in the process of getting the distribution system back up and the substations uh, that had flying debris go into them cleared out so we can get them back online. There are sections of our territory close to the beach along the uh, Bear Islands uh, that will require rebuilding. There are some destructive areas that simply cannot be repaired and they'll have to be rebuilt. Unfortunately, there are also homes and businesses that will simply not be able to safely take the power once it's ready. But the 20,000 plus men and women who are already here uh, are staging and getting out in the field currently. They will work 24-7 uh, until we get the lights back on. Uh, again, as the, as the governor said, not our first rodeo, but every storm is also different and always poses different challenges. Uh, but appreciate all the support uh, from the state. Governor, thank you. Uh, from uh, local law enforcement as well, the National Guard. Uh, this is a team sport and a team effort, and we're going to all work together until we get Florida back up on her feet. And uh, and where we all wanted to be. Thank you. And when there, uh, when when FPL and and the other companies have have crews in, uh, the extent to which that infrastructure has remained is, is is just critical because you know it's a lot easier for them to reconnect an existing system than than to have to rebuild it. So to see some of that that was able to, to withstand is 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 encouraging. It's also just a testament. I mean, you know, some of these folks put money into the resilience of the infrastructure. And, and this is like the ultimate test. I mean, you got a hurricane that's a massive hurricane coming in at 155 miles an hour, producing this type of storm surge, dumping rain, causing flooding. Uh, if you can make it through that, then, then you probably did it, did it pretty good. And so uh, this is a 24-7 effort uh, to, to stabilize and, and to restore. And so we're um, going to do whatever we can uh, to, to assist with that effort. Well, I tell you what, when you hear that update from the governor, I don't want you to take things for granted that this is the way all emergency operations function. I can't tell you how much the conservatives that are listening now on our news talk stations, you understand. A lot of my Christian audience, you understand as well. This is one of the most effective plans I've seen 
and I was born and raised here in Tampa. I've been through many emergencies. We've watched what happened with Hurricane Katrina, and uh, operations were slow to get to the people. And uh, we have not only an extremely competent uh, governor, uh, we have a, a governor who is all about action. And when we hear about the staging and the preparation that we had crews from Miami Day coming over in the tropical storm across Alligator Alley, Coast Guard, National Guard assets were out in the early morning on those barrier islands in southwest of Florida. Well, I tell you what, awesome indeed. Coming up next, General Manager, Salem Media Group Operations in Central Florida, Barb Yoder. She's got an experience to share with you. IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions now. Call 800-355-3469. Get your free tickets now for an evening with David Jeremiah, Thursday, October 13th at 7 p.m. at the Orlando Amway Center. Bring your friends and family to discover how God gives us the strength and courage to live as powerful Christians in today's culture. Thursday, October 13th at 7 p.m. at the Orlando Amway Center. Get free tickets online at davidjeremiah.org slash tour. That's davidjeremiah.org slash tour. Saturday afternoons at 5, it's Christian Thought with Dr. Richard Lamborn. God the Father said to God the Son, Son, this is you. Trusting in his Father to keep his word and raise him from the dead, Jesus of Nazareth went to his crucifixion and paid for your transgressions and for mine. Listen to Christian Thought with Dr. Richard Lamborn, Saturday afternoons at 5 on Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post, Hurricane Ian coverage this afternoon. I want to remind you, if you'd like to uh, give us a call with something you've seen or you've got a question, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, we were very fortunate here at the Bunkley household. We live in a subdivision, and we have underground utilities and uh, much of uh, my broadcasting the last couple of days have been from the home studio. So uh, we are obviously praising the Lord. Uh, but um, as I've told you many times, uh, I was born and raised here, been through a lot of these rodeos. I really have a heart, not only for our seniors, but I got to tell you what, communication is so important, being able to stay in touch. And many of you began losing power well before the storm came into the area. And on top of that, especially some of you in central Florida and some of our rural areas, 
places that I love, places where Mrs. Bunkley was born and raised, just thinking about the folks who are riding out that storm in darkness and uh, no cell phones, no electricity. Well, to talk about that experience, our own general manager for Salem Media Group Operations uh, based out of Tampa, Florida, here our home, uh, is Barb Yoder. And uh, she's going to tell you a little bit about her experience because she lost her power early on. Barb Yoder, hey, welcome to your show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill. It's good to talk to you and, and hear that things are well with you and uh, hopefully the same for all our listeners. So we found out as we were communicating with you, all the boarding up, all of what uh, our fantastic crew was doing here, and I say that, I'm really, really just impressed, but your electricity went out early. When did you lose it, and how did that experience start unfolding? It did go out early. We're on the uh, west side of Bradenton, and it flickered and on and off a couple of times early Wednesday morning, and about 930 it went out entirely. So we were, for who knows what reason, the winds were not that strong yet, but uh, there were some, uh, you know, activities that caused it to go out pretty early. And so, um, you know, we were luckily in daylight at that point. And uh, in preparation, I had just by chance stopped at Hobby Lobby for something entirely else and saw some of those battery candles, the decorative battery candles, because it was impossible to find flashlights anywhere um, too much ahead of the storm. And so I bought a whole bunch of the battery candles. And so we had dinner by candlelight last night, and uh, it was uh, kind of a different experience to be all dark and waiting for the wind to come through. Now, you're in Bradenton, and as this was unfolding, first of all, your electricity is out. I know that there was some interruption also with your cell service. So yesterday, as this was unfolding, we were watching this path. The storm is slowing down. Some discussion about where it was going to go in to begin with. Was it going to be more, a little bit north toward uh, above Venice or toward Sarasota? And it seemed to be bouncing uh, what were your thoughts as you're hunkered down and you did not evacuate? Uh, what was it like to watch this moment by moment? And again, knowing that you don't have electricity and limited resources for communication, what was that experience like? Well, you know, it's times like this, Bill, that we have our faith to stand on. And God had just given me an early piece that the storm was not going to make a direct impact, even despite all the you know, spaghetti models that showed it making a direct impact first on Tampa Bay and then directly on Bradenton. And I just had a piece from the Lord that told me otherwise. And, you know, my prayer and my heart goes out to the people in in Southern Florida and the devastation that they've experienced. But I just never was really concerned about us. We didn't board up our windows. Um, We didn't make extreme, you know, preparation measures. And uh, we just knew that God had us uh, in his hand and and under control. Um, You know, it's times like this that we don't really know how people without a faith get through challenges and the storms. And we're, you know, dealing with a different situation as well because our youngest son is getting married on Saturday in St. Petersburg. Wow. So we've got family members from Ohio that are— 
staying in Sarasota, so we were concerned about their safety. And, and uh, you know, now that the storm has passed, we're, we're scrambling to find places that are open for food. And, and it's just kind of interesting, you know, the things that you take for granted until a storm like this comes through and everybody's out of power and, and you, you know, say, okay, well, what are we going to eat? And, you know, you can only eat peanut butter and jelly so, so long, and then you start to be a little hungry for something warm. And as we drove through uh, Bradenton and Sarasota today, there's very few places that are open just yet. I think more will open tomorrow. Um, on 41, there was a McDonald's and a Wendy's open, and their lines were quite long. I know the Publix on uh, Cortez and Bradenton was opening up at 2 o'clock today. So little by slow, I think a lot of places are going to get back to normal fairly directly, uh, hopefully um, without too much longer, possibly by the morning. Mm. We're talking to Barb Yoder, our general manager for Salem Media Group Operations out of Tampa, Florida here. Uh, lives not far off the water there in Bradenton. Well, got a couple minutes left, so I've got to ask you, we're a little bit inland here, and we're not in anywhere near of a, a flood zone situation, and you may not be either, but the idea of what we've just watched, and uh, I've told our audience about the 1921 storm, that was a Cat 5 that actually the eye of the storm went into Tarpon Springs, destroyed Tarpon Springs, destroyed South St. Petersburg, destroyed the peninsula. Those of us, whether you're right there in Braden, Sarasota, in your exposure to the, to the ocean, those of us here in Tampa Bay, we're just watching and thinking. What are your reflective thoughts that we don't wish this on anyone, but how fortunate we are that we're not in the middle of what we're seeing on our television screens right now. Yeah, it could have been incredibly devastating for the Tampa Bay and, and the barrier islands around Anna Maria. Um, you know, we were so blessed to have a negative surge, a negative storm surge, as opposed to what they were expecting. If we had been on the east side of the hurricane, it would have been um, just a whole different scenario here in Sarasota. If anybody's familiar with Philippi Creek, that has overrun its edges, and uh, it is swollen. They had a lot of rain in southern Sarasota, and so um, it's up to the back door of a couple of churches right off of uh, Bay of Vista Road. And, um, you know, it, it didn't look like it did a, a lot of damage at this point, but there are some creeks and canals that are full to overflowing even in the Sarasota and Venice area. But, um, yeah, we are incredibly blessed. We're thankful. You know, in my personal situation with the wedding coming up, you know, that <laughs> it was postponed because of COVID. And then we had a whole summer long of no problems with weather in the very week of the wedding. Um, you know, Hurricane Ivan decided to be an unwelcome guest. And uh, but all of the venues have uh, contacted okay. us today. And so the rehearsal dinner is still on as well as the wedding. So uh, the venues want to be back up and rolling as well. And we're just thankful that they are and appreciate them going above and beyond to make this happen. Well, stay safe. Barb Yoder, our general manager. we got a quick break coming up. And uh, I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Hurricane Ian causing massive destruction in a cross-section of Florida, trapping people in flooded homes and forcing patients from nursing homes and hospitals. Nearly 2.7 million people lost power. Floodwaters rose waist-high hundreds of miles from the coast. Just one death has been confirmed so far. The number of Americans filing for jobless benefits dropped last week, a sign that few companies are cutting jobs despite high inflation and a weak economy. Applications for unemployment benefits for the week ending September 24th fell by 16,000 to 193,000, according to the Labor Department. The Dow was down 458 points. The Nasdaq lost 314 and the S&P dropped 78. This is SRN News. My bro- and owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. He was in denial. And when I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist. Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin. I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You've been working hard, doing the right thing, and paying your taxes, and putting your hard-earned money in the Medicare piggy bank all your life. And now it's time to break the piggy bank and get something back. Medicare. If you didn't know it, Medicare is health insurance for people over 65. And you've paid for it with your tax dollars. Medicare plans now have more benefits than ever. That's good news, especially if you're like me and looking forward to paying as little as possible for good health insurance. Call and find out what Medicare plan is best for you. Save your time. It's valuable. We've already done the research for you. And in one quick phone call, you can learn how to get the best Medicare plan designed exactly for you. Hey, it's one of the most important decisions in your life. Let us help you through it. Here's our number. Call 65 plus Medicare now at 800-365-6303. 800-365-6303. 800-365-6303. That's 800-365-6303. At Word of Life, we create faith-defining experience that gives students and families the opportunity to encounter God and grow in their spiritual walk. Whether you visit one of our camps, conferences, Bible institutes, or any of our events, either in the U.S. or around the world, you'll experience the same high-quality teaching and warm fellowship no matter where you are. Word of Life has locations in Tampa, Florida, Pottersville, New York, and around the world. Learn more at wol.org. You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ, not tr- not Christ in religion, not Christ in church, not Christ in, in good deeds, but Christ in his atoning death alone. Nothing else in the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven. Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 here on Faith Talk Tampa. 
Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host, Bill Bunkley Show. But today we are here with our special Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post Hurricane Ian update. I just want to let you know that we've had damage at the Sarasota Bradenton Airport. It looks rather extensive, so we'll keep an eye on that. It certainly is not going to be reopening this afternoon. Fire crews and others are working right now. Uh, Actually, uh, we're at the southwest uh, drop-off point of um, the terminal, and uh, they've got some damage. So that is new coming into uh, our news desk here for Salem Radio all across uh, Central Florida. Um, Again, we are welcome to have those of you in with our News Talk answer stations this afternoon. You just heard from not only Governor DeSantis, but also our general manager, Barb Yoder, uh, one of many who have uh, endured these conditions uh, without uh, without power and uh, in some instances without communication. I want to remind you, and I'm just seeing some updates here, folks, we still have flooded conditions in many of the counties, including the counties, Hernando County and others, And I'm watching video of people just plowing through intersections that are underwater. What is the matter with those folks? So I want to remind you that, first of all, kids, no kids in any standing water, period, nada. In areas where you know we've got power lines down, stay 30 feet away from a power line. Captain Matt Bruce gave us that update yesterday. Important. Some of us just say, well, walk around it or walk around the water. No, stay 30 feet away. And now is the time I hope that, especially for many of you who care about our neighbors, now is the time I hope by now you've been checking on your neighbors, especially your elderly neighbors, to make sure they're okay. And we're going to give you a series of phone numbers again of things that you can volunteer you can donate. Uh, you can get some help. But first, uh, Brian um, captured uh, a little bit of uh, some comments from the uh, police chief of um, the city of Tampa Police Department. Now, when you hear the police chief, if you're in Sarasota, Manatee, Pinellas, Polk, whatever, When we bring you, whether it's a sheriff, whether it's an EOC manager, uh, it may not be exactly specific for your area. But in this case, what we're going to hear from law enforcement in Tampa, take heed all around the state in any area that was affected by Hurricane Ian. Now, let's go and hear from the um, uh, chief of the Tampa Police Department. Well, she was talking pretty fast there. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try again. <laughs> well, Brian, uh, of course, I am uh, I am broadcasting from our home studio. I have done so, praise the Lord. Well, we'll see what happened there, Bill. Um, I'll take a look at that audio. But in the meantime, I did want to uh, just mention, as you're mentioning flooded areas, I'm I'm seeing another update here um, from Hillsborough County, uh, and they're asking residents that are living along the floodplains of the Little Manatee and Alafia Rivers, they're mm-hmm. urged to watch rising water levels outside their homes because of the hurricane. 
Uh, they say, quote, if water is approaching residents' homes, Hillsborough County strongly recommends occupants evacuate immediately. And that was in an email that they uh, sent out. Folks, you know who you are. If you live right there at that little Alfie River, those rivers right there, you know that you know that the, you know they always, always, without exception, they'll flood over their crest right now. They're, fill, they're flooding already. Now, remember, we've had a tremendous amount of rain. That rain has got to go somewhere. And even though we know in dramatic fashion that the St. John's River this morning, it was either in one hour or two hours' time, the St. John's River rose uh, four feet. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Well, remember what I said for the last two days? You do two things. You hide from winds and you run from water. Well, right now, we can put the consideration, for the most part, we still have some tropical forest winds, uh, probably from Lakeland on over to the coast. So you still don't want to get out in the winds. You still want to hide. But basically, uh, we're still talking about this water situation that's going to be a problem for a while. You run from the water. And I know in some of these areas, you know, when when we, we we love going up to Crystal River, we love going to uh, Homosassa Springs area. As you know, before the environmental policies stop dredging canals, uh, there are so many places in in what I call historic Florida. You have all the canals and all these little places on the canals. And one of the places that we love to go, the Monkley family likes to go up and we'll get an Airbnb or we'll rent a cottage on, uh, you know, one of these little fingers. And that way we not only are getting some great Florida seafood, hanging out at some of the old, what I call Florida cracker uh, lifestyle type of places. And then if we want to utilize a boat, we can put it right up to the, to the place that uh, we are renting. Uh, but uh, every time I go there, in fact, the last time, I can't remember the restaurant, I always ask the question, well, what about, well, what do you do, what do you do when when, when we have a, a storm surge or, or they flood? Because keep in mind, this is just a way of life, more so than for many of the rest of us. And uh, especially if you get up to Cedar Key. Man, Cedar Key's been hammered so many times by hurricanes. Uh, but you know what? If you go in, you look, they, they've got a way to stack things up. They've got a way to get the water. A lot of times it's just old, maybe Cypress hardwood floors and some of these old restaurants. And and uh, you just repair where the water damage is and you, you get the fans going right away. And uh, but, but still, there's a healthy respect uh, for water. And right now... People are going back to not paying real close attention, and uh, they're starting to do some, some some stupid things. By the way, for those of you out of electricity, just also keep in mind, 98% of Lee County is without electricity. We'll get back to the police chief in just one second. I know I'm kind of pulled off in a cul-de-sac here, uh, but... Uh, 
there basically is no power at all in all of Lee County. The audio is not going to work. She was talking too fast. Sometimes electronics does that. But let me just say this. You cannot get across the cause. Let's, let's go up to state here. You cannot cross the causeway into Marco Island. I don't know exactly what the status is, but there is uh, the, you know, one of the first things they've been doing is also the engineers have been all up and down the southwest coast doing their inspections of the bridges to get the bridges open. Well, there is an issue at Marco Island, okay? Number two, you can't get to Sanibel. Forget that. In Sanibel, where you go all the way to Captiva, that's not going to happen. The bridge is wiped out. That's all I can tell you. Sanibel, very, very intensive search and rescue still going on there as it got hit. Now, some of you may not know this, but have you ever looked at the map or where you stay down there? You know, you got one island called North Captiva Island, and then you have Captiva Island. Now, North Captiva Island, guess what? You got to take a boat, and you usually take that boat out of Pine Island, and they got their own issues. But courtesy of, it was either the last hurricane, was it Charlie or was it? Uh, anyway, that used to be, you know, you used to go across the bridge there, go to Sanibel, right out south of Fort Myers, right across the river from Cape Coral. You'd go to Sanibel and just keep driving. You'd go the bridge over to Captiva, and you got all of Captiva. Only problem is a good section of Captiva was washed away. And that's why I said then the maps had to be redrawn. Well, I can tell you right now, I would say from uh, probably Nokomis, Venice, that area, through Inglewood, all the way down to, uh, well, Marco Island, uh, the maps are not going to be accurate anymore. And we'll just have to see what the, um, what the storm surge did in those areas. And also to see what's going to be happening. I know Pine Island got hit as well. There hasn't been a lot of discussion coming out about Pine Island. But um, uh, what we know is seven people are confirmed dead. Um, six of those are in Charlotte County. We basically, uh, the, uh, the sheriff in Lee County continues to report they have fatalities. And I think they probably have a good number of fatalities. That's just my hunch. Because so far, they're still not releasing any numbers. But let, let's remember this. If uh, 98% of the power is out, we saw or we talked about or maybe you saw by now that fire station in Fort Myers where the fire truck in a matter of minutes was engulfed with water so high they had to evacuate items in the truck, push it back into the fire station. And, oh, by the way, some of the folks there were in chest-high water, the guys and gals with the fire department there. And so um, my words cannot describe the devastation that has taken place there. But uh, now, for those of us, let me tell you. 
many of us listening right now, we dodged the bullet. You know what I mean? And I am praising the Lord because in in His um, in His will, we were spared with minor inconveniences where some of our friends and family members of the South, a much different story. But right now, we need we need cash. We don't need you to donate items, food, and clothing. But right now, we have a lot of uh, 501c3 charities coming in. And I'm talking about the Red Cross. I'm talking about the Salvation Army. I'm talking about uh, Operation Blessing with CBN. Um, and um, I want to tell you that uh, they're going to be setting up the food kitchens, uh, water depots, helping out the state in that area. But they still have to replenish food. And in addition to that, they'll have volunteers that will be taking food out, meals out, each meal in styrofoam containers. What you can do right now is dig in that pocket and give. Give. Go to, go to um, volunteerflorida.org, all one word, volunteerflorida.org. You'll see um, the page when it uh, pops up. Click on the, uh, the Give. You can give to Disaster Relief right there, secure website, use your credit card, and it's a 501c3. It's a charitable contribution going to other charities. And if you want to volunteer, comprehensive list of somewhere where you can pitch in right now, go to volunteerflorida.org, volunteerflorida.org, hit on the volunteer tab. Let's show the nation, let's show the world brotherly love right here in Central Florida. We'll be right back. Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater, and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use, because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace, with 210 as little as $85. Water heater breakdown nearly $1,800, with 210 as little as $85. AC breakdown $2,500, with 210 as little as $85. I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled for The response and service is always timely and professional. No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-471-7187. 800-471-7187. That's 800-471-7187. Call now to get two months free. People come to Ruth's Chris for more than just a great steak. They come to let off some steam. Take Rob, Joe, and Shelly. When they get wrapped up in a week-long assignment at work, they head on over to Ruth's Chris for a much-needed break over some sizzling steaks served to perfection. It's a chance for them to loosen up, have a few laughs, and talk about anything. Anything but work, that is. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Serving more than just sizzling steaks. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. 
Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1054. 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. Gaining ground. But I didn't come here today to make you afraid. I've come to offer you a word of hope. I've come to offer you from the word of God that what our human eye sees and what we experience is no match for what God has already given us, and that is faith. For fear is defeated when the instrument of faith is deployed. Gaining ground with Pastor Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk Tampa. Here back, Bill Bunkley here with our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio, Hurricane Ian, post-hurricane report and update. I want to remind those of you listening on our News Talk Answer Stations, Jay Sekulow will be up next. You can continue listening to our live coverage of uh, the post-hurricane Ian uh, updates right here on AM760. You can also go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, listen streaming. Captain Matt Bruce is going to join us in just a moment. But first, if you uh, are still not able to contact someone in these devastated areas and you want to have someone uh, check in on them, go to floridadisaster.org forward slash report, floridadisaster.org forward slash report. Fill out that form and uh, they'll go and uh, check and do a welfare check when they can get to, to that person. Also, if you are in need of assistance from FEMA, that number to call is 800-621-3262, 800-621-3262. You can also go to FEMA, FEMA.org. Brian, you got a quick update? Quick update here, Bill. Uh, the Treasure Island Fire Rescue is sending two firefighter paramedics down to Naples with a stroke team of ambubuses from the region to evacuate flooded hospitals and nursing homes impacted uh, by Hurricane Ian. That's right. Two hospitals. I saw the footage of the one hospital. The roof the roof flew off of the intensive care unit, and water was flooding down the stairways. 
Fortunately, everybody was able to make it through the ICU. They're relocating all of those from two hospitals. Now let's go to Captain Matt Bruce, uh, who is the host of the Captain's America Third Watch. Remember that starting at 2 o'clock uh, overnight to 6 o'clock, he'll have those updates. And, Captain, particularly you've been uh, keeping an eye on the Coast Guard, National Guard assets that are moving in. Give us an update. Well, I have, and I just got off the phone with a friend of mine in Denver. Uh, they have uh, some equipment coming down from up there, what they call their Rapid River Rescue Shallow Boats. There's going to be a lot of uh, shallow water craft that are going to have to be used for, I'd say, the better part of a week because of the water. And uh, unfortunately, uh, there was so much water that came inland that many of these people uh, did not get out of their homes or did not get out of their businesses. And what we're going to find, and I hate to be graphic, but I'm going to be a little bit graphic, we're going to find people that were trapped that drowned right there in their place of business or their homes, uh, just like we did with Charlie when we went to New Orleans. It's a sad situation, but people that didn't heed the warning, unfortunately, paid the price. I guess it was just their time, and we learn from these things. And what we learn is when they tell you to leave, leave. Now, with that being said, that was the Coast Guard. The the National Guard, I've been talking to them all day long, talking to a couple of my contractors that are hauling everything from generators to bottled water to uh, canvases to be put on top of the homes that uh, can be have the have the roofs temporarily fixed that way. Um, they're bringing food, MREs. They're bringing blankets. Uh, they're bringing clothing. Uh, there's churches on the way down here that are coming down with the military equipment and the contractors are following them. Uh, you'll see convoys on the road if you haven't already seen them. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 vehicles all together. Big trucks, little trucks, station wagons. Cars, towing trailers, whatever. You'll see them all headed that direction. And uh, I will tell you, I am just amazed by what I've seen coming out of Punta Gorda. All those mobile home parks that were destroyed, and then he came Mm -hmm. back and they rebuilt them to uh, Cat 3 status down there. Uh, All those mobile home parks are very seriously damaged or destroyed, have destroyed homes in them. Again, I'm surprised to see that, but uh, it is what it is. And remember, unfortunately, especially you get down to Fort Myers, that area was not in the cone until about two days. They had like 48 hours less, a little bit more to get ready. And uh, with all the seniors down there, uh, some people who could have got out and didn't, I understand. But there's a lot of people that just couldn't react. And so, uh, uh, but Captain, I got to tell you what, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you'll be doing overnight. Well, I will be monitoring everything that's going on. I will be talking uh, via the radio and by the telephone with some of these responders that are coming down. I've got a truck driver, a lead uh, driver in a caravan that's on his way down from Kentucky. Uh, I'm also going to be talking to the people from Denver, and uh, we're going to keep in contact with them as they're going to come down here and also assist in whatever way they can. Uh, They'll probably start moving some stuff that's prepositioned around Florida, for example, over there in Melbourne, Fort Pierce, uh, West Palm Beach, Miami. They'll start bringing some of that prepositioned uh, food and and whatnot over to here, and they'll be involved in that. So we'll get a good idea of all of that. But the main thing is is for people that can't get a hold of their loved ones and they're concerned. There's another way to do it. It's called amateur radio. If the people can look up in the phone book the name for the local emergency operations center, non-emergency number, and call them up, and tell them that you're trying to locate whoever it is, 
they will put you in contact with the uh, amateur radio emergency services unit. Their job, one of their jobs, is to track down people and locate the ones that you can't get a hold of. And that's what they will do. All right. Well, i tell you what, tune in tonight, 2 to 6, overnight, I should say, tomorrow morning to Captain America's uh, Third Watch, and uh, he will be live, taking your calls as well. Captain, thanks for being with us with the update. Bill, thanks so very much for what you're doing. You've been a very vital part of the community. I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, tell Bill Bunkley we said thank you. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I give it all to him. Thank you, Captain. Take care. And by the way, when you see those convoys, the larger ones will have escorts by law enforcement. Get out of the way. Don't stay in front of them on the interstate. Let these uh, escorts get through. More of the Bill Bunkley Show and our Hurricane Ian Post update next. Don't go away. Bill Bunkley here. With rising gas prices and high inflation, reviewing your health care insurance expenses is a great strategy. Contact Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network as he may be able to offer you significant monthly savings while offering superior coverage. If you selected one of those high deductible limited network plans, you're not stuck with it. Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network's Freedom of Choice plan puts most of the coverage up front where you only meet your deductible if you're in the hospital. You pick your own doctors and it's 30 to 60% lower cost than Obamacare. This plan is available all year round to those that qualify. If you're paying for your own health insurance, you're on COBRA, or your employment coverage is just too expensive, call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net. If you are under 65, reasonably healthy, and don't need maternity coverage, you can save 30 to 60%. Call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at Let's talk faith.com or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Help is coming to hurricane-ravaged southwest Florida. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the state has received a federal disaster declaration for nine counties. I just spoke with the president this morning. Uh, he offered support. I told him the thanks for this, but because the storm has moved uh, inland and caused uh, a lot of potential damage, in the center part of our state, that we were going to be asking for those counties to be expanded and included there. The Santa says the federal disaster declaration will benefit affected residents. That will allow individual Floridians to seek individual assistance uh, from FEMA. And, and that will be something that, as you have people that have been displaced due to the catastrophic impacts of Hurricane Ian, you know, that's going to be something that's going to be necessary. Meanwhile, the mayor of Charleston, South Carolina, is asking his city to shut down Friday as Storm Ian approaches. It is out over the Atlantic, strengthening again. Ian is forecast to make landfall a second time Friday along the state's coast as a minimal hurricane. The Senate passed a short-term spending bill on Thursday that would avert a partial government shutdown when the current fiscal year ends at midnight Friday and provide another fusion of military and economic aid to Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says there's no reason for the Senate to allow a lapse in government funding. The last thing the American people right now is a pointless government shutdown. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says aid to Ukraine must flow faster. Assisting Ukraine is not some feel-good, symbolic gesture. It's a literally an investment in our own national security, and that 
of our allies. Another down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 458 points, the Nasdaq dropping by 314, the S&P 500 lower by 78. This is SRN News. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-info.com. New Jersey imposes a graphic sex ed program. SRN's Michael Harrington has more. The State Department of Education has released a new curriculum for junior high schools that includes teaching students about certain practices that cannot be described here. The plan will also require eighth graders to, quote, be able to differentiate between gender identity, gender expression, and sexual orientation. New Jersey education officials also warn that any school failing to fully implement the sex ed program will face disciplinary action. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Public universities in Idaho are warning staffers not to refer students to abortion providers or tell them how to get abortion pills because they could be charged with a felony. The prohibition against promoting abortion comes from the No Public Funds for Abortion Act, a law passed by Idaho's Republican-led legislature last year. Idaho isn't the only state where employees have been cautioned not to give abortion referrals. This is SRN News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. Good afternoon. We're back. Bill Bunkley here with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post-Hurricane Ian Update. And we are glad that you're joining us this afternoon. What a 24 hours, 48 hours it has been. Last night was uh, just hell on earth for many of you, especially in the regions where uh, in the central part of Florida, going through more of our rural counties, it was a very dark night, a very frightening night. 
especially for the millions of uh, our residents that live in manufacture housing, mobile homes, those that live in uh, the smaller frame structures. And uh, I want to tell you, my, my heart, it really goes out. We're not hearing a lot of the media outlets talk about it, but uh, for those of us that are gathered as Christ followers, we're going to even update from the governor in a moment. I just know when you're elderly, and uh, we heard of one woman that must have been repeated a thousand times. She's in a mobile home, and her husband uh, is in the middle of cancer treatments, and he's very weak, and they had no option but to ride out the storm. And you know that that particular situation, they're a little bit different, but, but that deal played out in so many homes last night. And I'll never forget how frightened I was back in 1960 when Hurricane Donna came through in the nighttime. And I was in that frame house, and it creaked and it rocked. But anyway, let's go straight to Governor DeSantis. He gave an update uh, earlier, uh, well, actually a couple hours ago. I want to bring that to you now. Let's listen in. We're also able to go out and tour some of the areas uh, in in Charlotte County and, and inspect some of the damage. From the wee hours of the morning, uh, there have been people that uh, have descended on southwest Florida uh, to be able to offer assistance. And so we've seen uh, a number of of efforts uh, on the barrier islands to bring people to safety, uh, particularly in in Lee County, but also in in Charlotte and in in, in Naples and in Collier County. Uh, And you have people, the the, uh, electrical, the power they're all here. We have Eric Salaji from Florida Power and Light, which will give a, he'll give an update on what they're doing. But from the minute they could get in here, uh, they've been in here uh, working on being able to get people uh, connected again. Uh, we're also, I've talked to two of the major uh, CEOs for the telecom companies uh, about, about their restoration services. And, and, and fortunately, you know, some of their uh, infrastructure has, has done okay. They do more. Air, um, um, uh, our DEM is also putting the mobile cell phone towers to be able to help uh, restore communications. And we've got an inordinate amount of, of food and water uh, that, that is either here uh, or is very close on the way. Uh, life safety, of course, is, is critical. Anyone stranded on one of those barrier islands uh, want to make sure that, that, that they're safe. And I know here in Charlotte, any of the neighborhoods that experienced uh, a lot of wind or, or, or water damage, uh, these folks are there. Uh, they're, they're, they're working to make sure people are safe. And that is true in Lee and Collier County as well. So that's really, really important. Uh, we also got to just stabilize the area with these key services. And so we've got a huge amount of resources uh, that have been brought to bear to be able to do that. And we're going to continue doing it. This is going to be a 24-7 operation because we realize how important it is. We also understand there's a lot of people that have asked what they can do to help the people of the state of Florida, particularly down in this region. And the First Lady will talk in a minute, but we have a fund, floridadisasterfund.org, floridadisasterfund.org. You text DISASTER to 20222. Uh, You can make a contribution. At the end of the day, we've got supplies that have been pre-staged that are being used, and, and, and that's important. We don't necessarily need people to send us stuff. Uh, what we need is to be able to help those relief organizations help the folks. I mean, there's obviously we're surveying the damage right now. Some people that evacuated, they're going to go back and look at their homes and see, is there flood damage? Is there wind damage? Is it going to be habitable? And so all those things, as those happen, we're going to get a clearer picture of some of the unique needs that individuals in this region may have. And so your financial contribution can, can, can make a world of difference. And so we're, we're happy that so many people have done. I think we're over $2 million. Um, 
already within less than 24 hours, and I know many more people want to do. But um, I'm really impressed with the resiliency that we're seeing here in Charlotte County. This is not anything anyone wanted to deal with. I mean, if you go back three, 72 hours before landfall, most of Southwest Florida was not even in the cone, uh, and then you have a situation where you're dealing, you're staring down the barrel of a hurricane, making landfall at 155 miles an hour. Uh, so the, the response here uh, and just the way people have, have reacted um, has been very, very impressive, and we understand this is just the beginning. There's a lot more that's going to need to be done, and the state of Florida is going to be good partners uh, with the folks here uh, at the local level. Uh, I'm going to let uh, the First Lady talk about relief efforts, and then we'll have Kevin Guthrie, and then Eric Salagi from FPNL will give uh, an update on the power situation. No, I just have to echo that. We are just so proud of the people of Southwest Florida, the resiliency and the courage and strength that you're exhibiting, the people here at the Emergency Operations Center, and frankly, people across the state of Florida. We just couldn't be uh, not more proud of what you have done to support your fellow Floridians and also the people across the country. So the governor mentioned a second ago the Disaster Recovery Fund, disasterrecoveryfund.org. You can donate there. It's a 501c3. Uh, why that's important, again, is because we can take those resources and micro-target them and get them directly to the ground as quickly and efficiently as possible. As I said tomorrow, uh, this morning, and I reiterate this, uh, we are going to cut through any red tape and bureaucracy because we know people need those funds and they need help. And so we're really committed to making sure that we do that. Uh, the other thing is you can text uh, DISASTER to 20222. Uh, those funds will obviously go to the same spot uh, and we'll be able to deploy those resources very quickly. But again, on behalf of uh, the state of Florida, and the governor, myself, all the people, the first responders, the EOC, uh, thank you to the people across the state and the country for stepping up big. We are at $1.6 million, uh, less than 24 hours after we launched the fund. That was at 8 a.m. this morning. We are well over $2 million uh, as of a little while ago, and I think we're going to have even more funds at the end of the day. And again, that goes directly to the great people here in southwest Florida and all the way across the state. So God bless you. Yeah, thanks. And, and you know, some of the, the responders you know, who are ready, uh, you, the storm has got to kind of go before you can really get in there because it's very hazardous. And, and some of these guys are coming across Alligator Alley like midnight, like literally knocking on the door of Tropical Storm to be able to get in and, and help people. And so you look at these USAR teams uh, that we've had over from, from Miami-Dade. Uh, we want to thank them, thank the National Guard. Thank the Coast Guard. Uh, they've been able to do uh, a lot of successful missions uh, already, and, and it's really been, been great to see everybody working together. Uh, part of the reason that happens is because of the coordination at the state level, and that's under the direction of Kevin Guthrie, who's our emergency management director, and he's going to provide an update. Right. Thank you, Governor. Uh, so I got here first thing with, uh, with the governor, obviously, talked to Sheriff Promo, talked to the fire chief, talked to emergency management director Patrick Fuller. Uh, obviously, everyone very thankful of the uh, resources that have been provided. Um, we There were a couple of handful of uh, missions that have just come up in the last couple of minutes. I'm proud to report that we are already mobilizing uh, personnel for those missions and, uh, and also uh, providing the uh, resources. One of those is a generator. So that is uh, already being sourced and already being mobilized. So we hope to have that here by midnight tonight on the generator at a minimum. 
the mechanic for the generator that's in question uh, that is having some issues is on, already only 30 minutes out. So I'm very, very uh, proud of the men and women in our logistics section, specifically at the Florida Division of Emergency Management. They have been very, very flexible, and they have been very, very responsive um, and far exceeding our expectations in a normal disaster like this. So to have a mechanic almost 30 minutes away when you make a request about an hour ago is just fantastic. So, again, that comes from great leadership, and it starts with the governor, and I really appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Great. Part of the preparations for, for this storm was to have uh, as many resources pre-staged that could go in and help with critical infrastructure like power. And we were able to go meet with uh, some of the linemen in, up in Lake City and North Florida, thank them. These are people coming from all over the country. I mean, they're coming from Louisiana, Alabama, Texas. And we had over 42,000 at landfall. I'm sure there's more in, in the state right now. When we were going back to Tallahassee from Lake City, you know, you saw truck after truck after truck on I-10 eastbound coming in to be able to help respond to this. And part of the reason we're able to do that is because you know, we've got a lot of utilities that this isn't their first rodeo. Uh, they take this very seriously. Uh, they learn from past storms, uh, and they put that knowledge to good use. And so Florida Power & Light has the biggest footprint of personnel that have been brought into the state to help uh, get everybody back. And uh, Eric Salaji is here, who's the president of FPL, and is he, he's going to provide an update on their efforts. Thank you, Governor. Uh, so we have deployed uh, about 20,000 crews across the state of Florida. Just to remind you, uh, the storm is still battering the northeast uh, part of the state. Daytona is being hit right now. Uh, we have about 1.2 million customers who are out of power. Um, but we have been able to restore over 700,000 customers before the storm has even left the state, and we're going to continue to work 24-7 to do so. Uh, I'm actually pleased with uh, parts of the system that I've seen a little bit further to the west of here uh, is in good shape. Uh, at FPL, we did not lose one single transmission tower, so that is critical. The backbone is up and operational. Uh, we are now in the process of getting the distribution system back up and the substations uh, that had flying debris go into them cleared out so we can get them back online. There are sections of our territory close to the beach along the uh, Bear Islands uh, that will require rebuilding. There are some destructive areas that simply cannot be repaired and they'll have to be rebuilt. Unfortunately, there are also homes and businesses that will simply not be able to safely take the power once it's ready. But the 20,000 plus men and women who are already here uh, are staging and getting out in the field currently. They will work 24-7 uh, until we get the lights back on. Uh, again, as the, as the governor said, not our first rodeo, but every storm is also different and always poses different challenges. Uh, but appreciate all the support uh, from the state. Governor, thank you. Uh, from uh, local law enforcement as well, the National Guard. Uh, this is a team sport and a team effort, and we're going to all work together until we get Florida back up on her feet. And, uh, and where we all wanted to be. Thank you. And when, they're, uh, when, when FPL and, and the other companies have, have crews in, uh, the extent to which that infrastructure has remained is, is, is just critical because you know, it's a lot easier for them to reconnect an existing system than, than to have to rebuild it. So to see some of that that was able to, to withstand is, is, is encouraging. It's also just a testament. I mean, you know, some of these folks 
put money into the resilience of the infrastructure, and, and this is like the ultimate test. I mean, you got a hurricane that's a massive hurricane coming in at 155 miles an hour, producing this type of storm surge, dumping rain, causing flooding. Uh, if you can make it through that, then then you probably did it did it pretty good. And so uh, this is a 24/7 effort uh, to to stabilize and and to restore. And so we're um, going to do whatever we can uh, to, to assist with that effort. Well, there you have it. That was a press conference that occurred shortly before we came on the air earlier this afternoon by Governor DeSantis and his team. And uh, I've been saying this each hour. Uh, I can't uh, say enough about uh, the job that Governor DeSantis has done with his team. Ready, able, communication, uh, superb. And uh, I'll tell you what, this governor is... um, is demonstrating the textbook on how you lead and how you lead an emergency. And we are so fortunate here in the free state of Florida to have the governor. Well, Ian is now a hurricane again. It was a tropical storm. As I mentioned earlier, it was uh, going to be going out in the warm waters of the Florida Gulf Stream. It's already back to a Cat 1 hurricane at 75 miles an hour. Well, I got to tell you what, uh, as it's heading up to uh, South Carolina, uh, get ready because it's going to be coming in, going through Virginia, all the way up to maybe Roanoke. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the update in a moment. We'll be right back. This is Alistair Begg, inviting you to join me on a Mediterranean cruise in late summer of 2023. The trip is hosted by my friends at Salem Media Group. We're going to be leaving from Rome and calling up ports that include Naples and Malta, Croatia, Greece, and eventually into Venice. Together, we'll have the opportunity to visit ancient churches, museums, fortresses, and stroll some of the most beautiful avenues in the world. The voyage will span nine days, including ten stops, and take us to several locations where the Apostle Paul visited on his missionary journeys. Throughout the trip, we'll be opening God's Word together, sharing an unforgettable time of Christian fellowship. And so I hope you'll join me, Alistair Begg, with the Salem Media Group, August 26th through September 4th, 2023, on the beautiful Mediterranean Sea. Call 855-565-5519 or visit letstalkfaith.com for all the details. Attention, if you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-506-5803. That's 800-506-5803. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-506-5803. 
Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host on our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post-Hurricane Ian Update. And uh, as I mentioned just before the break, um, as we're praying for the devastation in southwest uh, of Florida, we're praying for the people in the central counties of Florida got hit with those rains. And now we have uh, all the way from Jacksonville, the St. John's River uh, went up about to four feet in a period of two hours. And uh, Lake Kissimmee, the, the chain of lakes for Kissimmee, you know, basically I heard someone mention earlier, you know, you get into the central part of Florida, it, it, the whole state's basically a swamp. <laughs> a swamp with some, with some higher areas that have been built in. And you know what? Uh, I've, I've lived here all my life. I've never heard that, but there was nothing that made me want to reject that or to rebuff that uh, because, um, you know, all of our soil is so porous. And then we've got the aquifer right under us. And uh, what I want to keep reminding you is, I want to remind you this, we're going to go to Brian. Uh, the ground is saturated. And I want to tell you what, we are not past the time of trees just bowing over. Now, I know there was a lot of winds, but I can tell you how many times it may be a day or two after a storm, very saturated ground. Next thing you know, we have some oak tree or some live oak that just went over. And so I don't want you to be, you know, looking up fearful every time you're leaving your house under a tree or something. But at the same time, you got that happening, and please, please, the standing water is no place for your kids to play, no place for your animals to play. And remember, in a lot of these areas, we share Florida with a lot of critters. And critters, many of them, don't like water either. Now, some like water, but they like to do new adventures. So let me just tell you, you got to be looking out for alligators. If you are in areas where got a little bit of water that went over the banks of a river or a canal, keep an eye. Those alligators, well, they, they may keep going where they can crawl out of out of that flood area to get some. They love to sun, because the last couple of days, alligators, especially tomorrow when we're going to have a lot of sunlight, they're going to be traveling to be able to to sun. The other thing is is be aware of water moccasins. Uh, uh, water moccasins will probably be uh, on the go as well, and all sorts of other snakes, some of them poisonous, that will be wanting to get away from the high water. And, uh, you know, other critters, you know, raccoons, possums, et cetera, et cetera. When all the water is up, always, uh, as, I, as I was trained many, many years ago in the Boy Scouts, uh, you know, raccoons are cute. But always approach a raccoon as a wild animal and just assume that they could have rabies. So with that, Got a lot more updates to do. We're going to be giving you some updates before we get off the air about scammers, insurance, giving money, uh, looking for somebody that's missing. So, Brian, you got some updates for us first. And we have a breaking uh, update here. This in about 19 minutes ago. Caitlin Perez of the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office says there are two Hurricane Ian-related deaths reported in Sarasota County. Wow. Perez had no other details on the deaths other than to say that they were storm-related. Well, let me just say this, that uh, you heard that uh, captains say we've got a couple of uh, 
uh, EMS crews heading from Sarasota down to Lee and Collier County, and with that, special stroke units. As you can imagine, so many of our seniors, and and now if they're stranded, they don't have food or water, or that's running out. Uh, I don't know what these two deaths were actually attributed to. Maybe we'll hear, maybe we won't in the days ahead. But it doesn't surprise me because this is such a stressful situation. That's why you've been hearing me repeat over and over. Uh, my heart, God's just laid on my heart for our precious seniors. And uh, those that are just, uh, you know, they don't have the resources. You know, hey, time time to board up, put the bags out, get out, go to a hotel in Orlando. Well, we kind of throw that out flippantly, but the reality is a lot of people can't do that. And they have the weather of the storm. And some of them had a very frightening night last night. And so I'm just asking that you who are our prayer warriors, just pray across the board. Now, Brian, I know you got some more updates. Sorry to uh, kind of hop in, but go ahead. Well, and Bill, you mentioned uh, the, the rising uh, floodwaters out there, which is um, the most dangerous thing, I think, right now at this point. And um, we have an update in from Hillsborough County leaders. They're asking residents living along the floodplains of the Little Manatee and Alafia Rivers. They urge them to watch the rising water levels outside their homes. And they say if water is approaching their homes, Hillsborough County strongly recommends that the occupants evacuate immediately. And, again, um, safety is what you're hearing um, Right now from everybody, um, anybody that steps to the podium, uh, the first things out of their mouth are safety, be careful. We want everyone to be safe. And so that's coming from Hillsborough County. Also, a few other things to mention. If you're out there uh, looking to get back into some of your normal routine, Tampa International Airport, they'll be reopening tomorrow at 10 a.m. And they uh, urge flyers to arrive two hours early and check directly with your airlines uh, for any updates on flight status. And folks that are looking out to get something to eat, uh, some of the public stores in Pinellas, Hillsboro, Pasco, Lake, Hernando, Manatee, and Osceola counties, those are beginning to reopen. So if you don't have any food or you ran out of food or you ate it all, uh, you may be able to get out there to a Publix. Uh, U.S. Postal Service resuming their services in much of the surrounding area. So be on the lookout for mail and packages from them. And uh, also, um, Tico, the last update that we saw from them was at 2 p.m. Uh, 295,000 customers were out of power as of about 2.30, and about 37,000 of those um, have been restored. And there might be some more others that have power, but that's the uh, last update update, uh, that we did have in from them. And uh, there was one more here, Bill, uh, a couple more. um, Tampa VA, uh, they're going to resume normal operation hours tomorrow after determining it's safe to reopen the main hospital and all clinics. So that's good for anyone that needs to get out to the VA. And uh, that's it for now, Bill. Well, tell you what, a lot going on. Let me try and give you a quick update. we got a break coming up. Um, So where are we at right now? Basically, from Venice, Florida, all the way down to Marco Island, we've got damage and devastation. Let's just start with Marco Island. The bridge going to Marco Island there in Naples, you can't get to Marco Island. I don't know if it's damaged sand uh, run over or what they've been inspecting the bridges that bridge is not open i want to tell you that uh, the bridge to sanibel wiped out right there in fort myers captiva island a lot of damage sanibel a lot of damage Uh, pine island now that was protected a little bit uh, somewhat maybe by uh sanibel island that's sort of that crescent shape but we know there's damage on pine island 
And uh, when we looked at Fort Myers, understand that, what, 96, 98% of the people in Lee County, Fort Myers, no power. Uh, we've got seven deaths in Charlotte County. we got two in Sarasota. And we've got a lot of updates to give you. Our phone lines are open if you'd like to give us a call about uh, Hurricane Ian, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. A little tired, but I'll be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Rescue crews piloted boats and waded through flooded streets Thursday to save thousands of Floridians trapped after Hurricane Ian destroyed homes and businesses and left millions in the dark. The devastation began to come into focus a day after Ian made landfall in Florida as one of the strongest hurricanes ever to hit the U.S. The storm has moved out into the Atlantic where it's expected to gain strength once more before going ashore in South Carolina. Russian authorities are opening more military enlistment offices near Russia's borders in an apparent effort to intercept some of the Russian men of fighting age who are trying to flee the country by land to avoid getting called up to fight in Ukraine. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 458 points. The Nasdaq dropped 314. The S&P lower by 78. More details at srnnews.com. They say you're nothing special, but I should look around. But I say you're the greatest friend that I've ever found. They say a dog is man's best friend, but who takes you to the hardware store? Your car. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer or you'd rather leave it to the pros, there's a Parts Plus Auto Store or Car Care Center near you. You never let that down, I'll take good care of you. Hey, for all the reasons you love your car, there's Parts Plus Auto Stores and Parts Plus Car Care Centers. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. If you want to watch dominoes fall, tell a lie. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. One man writes, one lie has to be covered by a dozen more. Further irresponsible acts follow. The downward cycle of sin moves from problem to a faulty, sinful response, thereby causing an additional complicating problem, which is met by additional sinful responses. Pretty vivid, isn't it? I'm sure you've observed, as I have, that downward spiral, dominoes falling. Before there was a cross, we couldn't please God. Now that Christ's blood has continued to cleanse us from sin, we are now free to please him or not. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. 
Okay, from the start. The Acerola cherries. Alfalfa leaves. Aloe vera. Apples. Banana. Beets. Bell pepper. Broccoli. Blueberries. Blackberries. Cranberries. We make Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. Pineapple. Sweet potato. Papaya. Parsley. Pear. Peach. In a capsule or a powder, one daily dose of Texas superfood delivers the healthy benefits of 55. Count them, 55 fresh fruits and vegetables, and you can see them all on TexasSuperfood.com. Raspberries, finish the nutrients that we need on a daily basis. Thousands of people benefit from taking Texas Superfood every day. Shouldn't you be one of them? Doctors, pharmacists, nurses, and your grandmother all recommend that you eat more fruits and vegetables every day. So if you can't, won't, or don't, Texas Superfood is made for you. TexasSuperfood.com. It's borderline shocking how much energy I have. I hope you use me for the TexasSuperfood.com. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with Salem Radio, Salem Media Group with our post-Hurricane Ian coverage. I am watching right now the lighthouse at Sanibel Island and the United States Coast Guard helicopter, a live feed coming in from uh, NBC2, ABC7. They're having to uh, simulcast together because of the damage. 96, 98% of the power is out uh, where they are broadcasting from. Uh, We also just were seeing some of the individual boats that I think will probably be by the hundreds of the thousands. And what I'm talking about, smaller boats. You remember what happened in Katrina. You remember what happened there in Houston and Texas. And as I'm watching the Coast Guard helicopter come in real close live to the, um, some of you know, the picturesque scene there with the Sanibel Lighthouse, we are now seeing the volunteer flotilla, individual boats, with individual folks. We had one just went by with the gentleman holding a uh, United States flag. To me, that's a symbol that uh, we are United States strong. And so now, in addition to the official crews that are going in, we have people now that have arrived. They've got their boats in the water. And especially for the canals, they're going to have to be very careful because there are boats. And uh, I'm watching a Coast Guard helicopter hovering And I'm wondering if they have identified someone that they are going to begin to do a rescue operation. Of course, they are active in the search right now. We're getting these feeds in from from Fort Myers. So uh, pray especially for all the first responders. We have Coast Guard. We have National Guard. We'll have other military assets. And remember, all of what they're using now are things that are mechanical. And they're putting their lives on the line. And by the way, I, I, I can never get over the Coast Guard, the guys that are the helicopter crews, and then the rescue swimmers. Because even right now, this helicopter that seems to be hovering about maybe 200 feet, 300 feet off the ground at the most, uh, if it can't land, they'll pop that uh, swimmer right down. Earlier, uh, I was watching a Chinook helicopter. That's the more of the little bit of a mini troop transport with double rotor, dual rotors. It had actually landed uh, in an area where it could land, and the crews were going out from the Chinook. So I want to assure you, 
when Governor Ron DeSantis tells you about the assets that are going into this area, they're going into that. And remember, last night, last night when the tropical storm force winds were still, they were up there. The crews started coming in just after midnight from Miami-Dade across Alligator Alley because they knew this was bad. So I'm going to give you some important updates, but let me just tell you what's going on. First of all, the bridge to Marco Island may be damaged. All the bridges, they've been doing some inspections. This came to light just a little while ago. Uh, damage at, the, at, at that airport. Damage at the Fort Myers airport. I want to tell you, for those of you that love Fort Myers, remember before you go across the causeway, uh, there was that, that little area, basically a tourist area with the restaurants and we get ice cream. It was called Times Square. Times Square has been leveled. There's nothing left. It's leveled. The pier. Remember the pier? Have you ever walked out with your ice cream or after you had a bite to eat and you walked out on the pier there, Fort Myers Pier? Gone. Nada. Nothing. Gone. The pier in Naples, gone, nada, nothing gone. Two different hospitals, they've had to evacuate the people. One hospital, Fort Myers, the roof was ripped off of what? The intensive care unit. Unbelievable. The staff there had to scramble. Folks, there were all sorts of machines, ICU, they got them out of a safe place. But water poured into the whole hospital coming down the stairways. We talk about the fact of uh, how about uh, the causeway going to Sanibel Island, destroyed, destroyed. The governor, I don't know if you've heard his quote, I agree. The governor said a little while ago, while flying over Sanibel Island, he says, look, this is a flood of biblical proportions, biblical proportions. And so I want to tell you, when you look at the devastation, you look at the homes, you look at the, especially some of the manufactured homes, and you look at this devastation, my friends, it's going to take years to recover. It's going to take years to rebuild. But rebuild they will. But I want to tell you from Venice, pretty well, pretty much on down to Marco Island, it, it just brings a tear to your, to your eyes. So right now, we need to be praying for the search and rescue missions that are going on right now. I fear that the loss of life in Lee County is going to be a difficult number to embrace. Now, they have not given official numbers in Lee County. And let me tell you why I think that is. I've been thinking about it, talking to the Lord. With 96, 98% of the power out, all the cell phone towers got knocked out. If they're not using two-way radios or maybe there's some ham operators, and the devastation is so, there's nothing left to Fort Myers Beach. If you had a business there on Fort Myers Beach or anything else, it's gone. It's gone. The barrier islands, now you'll have to redraw the Florida maps. And we remember that um, 
if you remember Captiva, Captiva used to be one island. Now it's North Captiva that you only get there by boat, and then you can get to South Captiva. And you do that by going over the Sanibel Bridge. Who knows? Maybe that's all one island again. The beach restoration. I mean, when you realize they had this huge storm surge that came across, the devastation is just unreal. But tonight, this afternoon, we need to pray for the safety of the search and rescue crews because we'll be going into the night, and they're going to be searching 24-7. The Coast Guard, the National Guard, the the, uh, aerial operations, they're going to do missions into the evening because they know it's critical. As we speak, people, especially on Sanibel Island, if they stayed, if they had structural damage, there may be people trapped under a beam or a board right now, and they've been trapped since last night, and they haven't been able to have gotten to. I'm looking at scenes right now, uh, Hardy County. I'm looking at a whole subdivision of mobile homes where the water is up to the roof. What's that, 10, 12 feet of water that a mobile home park, all you see is the top of the roofs. So I want to tell you a lot, a lot of devastation. Now, let's go down the list, okay? First of all, if there's someone that you haven't been able to contact, first of all, in the sound of my voice, if you still need services, don't hesitate to call 911. Don't hesitate to call 911. If you've been trying to contact a friend or a relative, especially down in southwest Florida, have not been able to do so, go to this website, floridadisaster.org, floridadisaster.org forward slash report, floridadisaster.org forward slash report. There you can fill out the, the form on that page, name, address, phone number, location, last time you spoke to them, and then submit that. It will go on the list. Because right now, they're working 911 calls, and they are triaging them. They're also the fire department. All the calls for fire service, those are being, if not triaged, they're being divided. I know a couple of hours ago, there was still 250 calls pending with the Fort Myers Fire Department. But if you remember, remember the scenes of the Fort Myers uh, Fire Station? That looks like a pretty new fire truck. Man, those things are not cheap. The floods came in so quick, it went halfway up into the fire truck, covering the floor uh, by the foot of water above the floorboards in the cab where the firemen sit. And we watched live yesterday as the firemen were trying to get sensitive gear out of the fire truck into the, the firehouse. And... Uh, those working toward the front of the truck, they were in waist-high water just a few inches below their neck. Pray for the first responders. And by the way, when you go to floridadisaster.org, click on the box, emergency information. There's a lot more services there. Now, I want to talk about what you can do. You can send money, okay? Send money or volunteer. Get involved. Let me just tell you. Let me first tell you how to give, how to volunteer. Go to this website, volunteerflorida.org, volunteerflorida.org. You're going to see three big circles. Can't miss them. We need you to give money right now. This is a 501c3. 
That means this contribution is going to be charitable. This is just a bucket. This is a gathering bucket point. When you give, these funds are going to be distributed to disaster relief nonprofits such as the Red Cross, such as the Salvation Army, such as the Florida Baptist Disaster Relief Services. You hear me? And such as Operation Blessing from CBN, because they're already set up. I don't have time right now, but I can tell you all about my my, my team. I'm a, I'm a Southern Baptist, Florida Baptist. My team with the disaster relief, they've got the kitchens. They've got the, the all the setup, the tables, the food. Not only will they be serving food and water there, but they will be putting together uh, styrofoam food, hot food, that they will take out to some of the areas where the seniors are at. You want to be a part of helping because they got to have the funds to replenish the purchases for the food, notwithstanding donations from Walmart, Winn-Dixie, Publix. Go to volunteerflorida.org, click on the button to, to give. And when you give, it'll take you to the website. You can give securely online. Now, a little bit of an update. We've heard from Tom Brady. First of all, the Buccaneers are going to play Sunday night football right here against Kansas City. But I also want to tell you that we've got a message in. I want to relate to you. Um, Brady is going to be making a contribution to this very volunteerflorida.org website. And so Tom Brady is asking you, all of the NFL football fans, if everyone could chip in, follow his lead, and again, to do that at volunteerflorida.org, volunteerflorida.org. And I also want to give a shout-out, not only to the governor, but Casey DeSantis. She's, she, she, she's given birth to her children. She just became cancer-free with breast cancer. She has Her project has been working with Volunteer Florida all along. She's leading that effort. And as of two, two hours ago, within 24 hours or so, the fund is now over $2 million. So go to volunteerflorida.org. You can give. Now, if you want to go down and, and, and be, get your work lined up ahead of time, go to volunteer, volunteerflorida.org and then hit, on, hit the volunteer button. Click on that. Take a look at all the things you can do. They're ready. They can tell you where you can go and when you can get started, okay? Now, we come back, I'm going to give you an update about FEMA if you need some help. And also, I'm going to talk about insurance and scammers. Don't sign anything. Don't agree to anybody coming around to your door. Don't go away. Maybe my most important update locally in just a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. 
Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. Are you looking for a health plan? A plan that has dental, vision, hearing, prescription drug coverage, gym memberships, healthy meals allowance, and much more, and you have Medicare or both Medicare and Medicaid? Then call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813 833-3000. For over 15 years, our licensed staff has been able to find real solutions for your insurance needs. Call 813-533-3000 for your free annual checkup and your free analysis. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions now. Call 800-355-3469. 800-355-3469-800-355-3469. Good news, ladies. Ugly brown spots on your skin might feel like they're the end of the world, but they're not. You can fade those brown spots from view with Dr. Perry's Night Skin Cream. New customers can try Night Skin Free. Diminish the appearance of brown spots on your face, neck, and hands. Try Night Skin Free. Call 1-800-509-4152. Pay only shipping and handling. One per household. Call for your free night skin. Call 1-800-509-4152. That's 1-800-509-4152. The Attorney Patrick Smith Show. What is the advantage of having a trust versus just having wills made out? The difference between a will and a trust doesn't just stop with avoiding probate. The trust also provides incapacity planning, which is something a will cannot do. And lastly, this may or may not be important to you, but it's important to some people. The trust is a private document and the will is a public record. Listen to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk Radio. Hey, welcome back to our final segment here of the Bill Bunkley Show slash our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post-Hurricane Ian Update. A couple of things. Uh, number one, the Sarasota Bradenton Airport, the International Airport, uh, they've sustained some damage. was watching some of that uh, inside the terminal, uh, I think right around the southwest check-in desk. So uh, be sure to check and see when that airport's going to reopen for the for their flights. I believe the St. Pete Clearwater Airport uh, is going to open up tomorrow for sure. Just check those flights as well. A couple of updates now. Let me tell you, 
I know none of you are into this, but pass this word along. If you got any sons, daughters, or friends, if you're going to go out, and if you're going to go out looking to break into a house, to commit a burglary, and you're going to go around and steal stuff, because a lot of people in our listing area have evacuated, let me just tell you what, you're going to get caught. And I know my friends in law enforcement, they they catch you doing that. They are not going to be happy campers. And remember, in many areas that are under an emergency situation like this, the penalties go from misdemeanor to felonies. So uh, you'll pay a high price. Let me just say for all the neighbors, you know who's in your neighborhood, who's not. Kind of kind of look out every now and then, see something, say something, somebody strange going, a car, somebody going in your neighbor's house and they're gone. Call 911. Uh, for sure. By the way, I didn't mention this. If you wanted to uh, follow um, Tom Brady's lead and give to the Volunteer Florida effort, you can also go right now on your phone. You can text DISASTER. That's right, DISASTER to 20222. Text DISASTER to 20222. You can give uh, online there uh, right now. Now, Uh, I want to remind you, if you get somebody that's trying to scam you, there's going to be scam artists trying to pop their prices. I know a lot of times it's convenience stores, the one, the moms and pops. If you see somebody or you think you've been scammed, here's a telephone number, 1-866-9-NO-SCAM. All one word, N-O-S-C-A-M. Got somebody scanning you? Our Attorney General Ashley Moody, she's on that like a bad habit, and she wants to hear from you, and they'll be right on that merchant. That number, if you think you're getting scammed or gouged, 866-9-NO-SCAM, 866-9-NO-SCAM. And by the way, up to a $25,000 fine. If you're listening and know somebody who thinks they're going to be scamming some extra bucks, take advantage of uh, our people right now, you know what? I'll be the first one to help them nail you. Now, let's talk about a couple other things real quick. Number one, if you have damage and you're going to be uh, filing a claim, do not do anything with anybody that comes to your door and knocks on your door. Do not sign any forms about anybody who's going to come and help you with your coverage. Do not assign the rights to your claim to anybody. Understood? Now, I recommend seeking a lawyer, several lawyers of, of, of good reputation. I know they are already offering to review your claim information, and some will do it for free. Uh, that's why everybody's getting together. I personally recommend, uh, if you've got extent, especially more than just a, a little bit of this or that, uh, what you want to do is uh, begin to file your claim, but before you agree to anything with an adjuster, or any adjuster that comes to your door, you don't respond to an attorney that calls you. They shouldn't be calling anyway, but you contact an attorney you're familiar with and make sure that you you work things out. Do not sign anything that comes to your door. Be aware of people offering to come and clean up your house for a fee uh, outside. Remember, there's all sorts of scam artists coming in, and some of these folks are going to neighborhoods, especially low-income or let's say uh, more so retirement neighborhoods, they're going to come rake your 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 branches up, but you know some of them could be could be uh, scoping out your home as well, 
And so you want to make sure right now that everybody you're talking to, well, you're talking to. Uh, last but not least, especially with roof damage, a lot of times some shingles will fall, will fly away, everything. I'm going to give you that FEMA number because you can get help there. But if you can, please, don't let anybody nail a blue tarp on your roof. Once you nail that blue tarp and they do whole half the roof, guess what? You've got a lot more roof damage if it was just a few shingles because now all the shingles where the nails went in, it makes it a much bigger deal. How do I know that? It happened to my mother-in-law before I got on the scene when she was living over in Lakeland. But I want to tell you, get the blue tarp up, put cinder blocks or other heavy items and by the way, for the next few days, we are not seeing any, any kind of rain. So if something's exposed tonight, don't worry about it. Generators. It's not going to rain. Not going to rain. What you have to do is get that long extension cord, not the patios, not the garage, away from the house. You got that? You got that. And so uh, last but not least, remember, no kids in the puddles. Stay away from uh, all the power lines. Don't let the kids play in the puddles. And remember... Oh, the old alligators, the snakes, the raccoons, everybody could be a little bit on the prowl. I would try to keep your sheds, your garage doors down, et cetera, et cetera, especially if you've got high water all around you. And remember, the rivers are still rising. The threat has not abated. And by the way, don't be driving through the neighborhoods where there's standing water and you're just putting, uh, you know, your, your trail of water up into their house. And don't go barreling through the intersections. And if there's no lights, it's a four-way stop. Be courteous. And you see those convoys go by? Give them a thumbs up and get out of the way of that escort. I'm Bill Bunkley. More updates tomorrow. God bless you. Have a good evening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.